Wake up, gamers, because you're listening to Big Think Dimension with Dan and Bob Video Games. <laughs> uh, and yeah, guess what? Guess what? This was an impromptu bit. We didn't even script this one, right, Bob? Right. Dr. Agro. It's tail time. And Chris Wolfhard. Sweet, like candy. Here on Gigaboots. <laughs> Bob. Yeah. I bought a gun. No, wait. A MetaQuest 2. <laughs> Why? Why did you buy a fucking MetaQuest 2? You have no, you have no fucking idea. The shock and horror and disappointment I felt when I looked at my phone and saw you tweeting about having bought a fucking MetaQuest 2. Look, he kept saying he was going to do it. All the signs were there. You he also said didn't he was reach buy a out Series S. and make that human connection. <laughs> Thank you. You could have changed Agro. this outcome. This is really this is the important thing that I have no culpability in my own actions, and it's all Chris's fault. <laughs> That's the important thing that we all need to come together and agree on. Folks, somebody close to you right now might be thinking of buying a MetaQuest 2. <laughs> I need you to check in on your friends and loved ones. Please. Please do. Uh, so, I will now explain to Chris, in as much as I'm capable of doing so, why I bought a MetaQuest 2. So... So I really, I genuinely, you want me to like boil it down to the, the fine, because there, there are pluses, uh, conceptually elsewhere of like, there are things on PC. What the fuck PC. are you talking about? You want to be an anime high school girl in VR chat. Just, fine, just fucking say the, it. That's like, the fucking core, okay? <laughs> but I don't know why we got to beat this bush. <laughs> So on PC for Pistol Whip, you could do modded levels. Mm. So conceptually, I would like to have a PC VR headset to play those because they look really cool. And if the tools are usable enough, also make some up, make some of my own to CVS bangers. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, so modded like different songs and level I, layouts. Not like you yeah. can look down and see giant anime titties. <laughs> those are probably there too. Right? I don't know. I, I, I thought the MetaQuest was the one that you couldn't hook to a PC. You can with a USB Type-C cable. Uh, that cable, by the way, because I, I made all these preparations in one small span of time before I had to even use the thing. And it's a USB cable at the end of the day. I'll find a use. Shows up Sunday. Um, and you can just hook it to the PC and tell it like, hey, just work as a VR headset. Don't run the game. Don't do anything. Just work as a VR headset. So that was the idea. Um, I did not anticipate the dimensions on which this thing would vex me as a choice, as a decision. Um, because no one said, hey, Dan, uh, just a heads up. You will not be able to fit your skull in the MetaQuest 2 even with the Elite Strap. No one said that. No, no, one, no one prepared me for... Dan, that thing is a tube, and you will shove your head into it forcefully to engage with it. Now, you and I both have abnormally large heads. It's absolutely true, yes. And the PSVR 2 uh, obviously gave you an inflated sense of how accommodating <laughs> consumer electronics were as a standard for that. Uh, weirdly enough, like because the PSVR 1 is a real jank headset. Like, in a number of ways, you can point at things on it and be like, that's not how that should it's work. It's clearly a first draft. Right, exactly. So, to me, that was the low bar. And every PC VR headset review I've ever read implied that, too. 
I was not ready for the MetaQuest 2 to be the experience of shoving my head into a Pringles can. Uh, let me put it this way, guys. I can't put that headset on and take it off and ever not remove my glasses. It's just like you put a suction cup on my head and it removes it every time. Mm -hmm. Like, Bob, you use this thing too and you do not have an enormous cranium like me and Agra. No, and it still hardly fits with my glasses on. Hardly. It, it like crushes them. So I bought a MetaQuest 2. It was technically 250 bucks, uh, not including tax. And the Elite Strap, because everyone who uses it is very aware the packed-in head strap is so unusably bad, you must replace it. Because it's just stretchy straps that go around your head. So it will come off easily. Mm -hmm. It will put all the weight on your nose. Um, it's not designed well at all. So that thing's like 50, 60 separately. Um, and then my glasses don't fit. And wearing my glasses ensures that there is light leak on every side. So now I'm looking at 50 more bucks to put prescription lenses in it so it's usable. Which is throwing good money after bad, maybe. <laughs> and now I'm going to talk about actually using it. <laughs> Bob. Yeah. I'm tired of talking. Would you like to talk about your experiences using it? First off, I have to say you probably should have seen this coming because this is a tech thing you were thinking about buying. The people online said it was good. <laughs> I don't think that there was any just cause to think it was going anywhere but terribly. I talked to a number of VR chat people. Uh-huh. Well, no, I didn't talk to anyone in VR chat. I don't even have that shit installed. But I talked to a number of people who use VR chat. And they're like, this is a decent enough way to get into that. Uh-huh. And if you want the body tracking, you can actually post hoc that solution later. And it'll still be cheaper than buying a $1,200 headset. Mm -hmm. You know, like the top end stuff. But Bob... Yeah, what's up? You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, just, just to be clear with my words and not just my tone, you, you are in no way wrong for what you just said. You should be like, yeah, Facebook. They probably make something around the level as a random person making a retro game piece of hardware. Yeah. <laughs> Weirdly enough. I mean, it, it, it is... Mm, mm. Uh, but as far as my experience went... Uh, that sure is like looking through a porthole. It reminded me a lot of putting on. I have a really old scuba mask when I was a kid mm -hmm. where it was just a circle piece of glass and rubber around it. Mm -hmm. It felt like that. Yeah. It's like I've got a tiny little porthole I'm looking through. Yeah. Uh, the tracking on it doesn't feel quite good enough. So like turning around and pistol with like doing a full turn made me feel a little nauseous. And we, we checked the room just to, and I, I hate that I have to do this with tech products. You cannot just say what the experience is. People will be like, well, they did it wrong. We checked to make sure no monitor was displaying white to trick it mm -hmm. to throw off its tracking because it uses inside out tracking. Right. Um, we, How would we, a monitor displaying white mess with that? Uh, because the brightness of it would change the exposure level of the camera that's looking into uh, out. I see. Okay. And one camera being that far off from the others can cause problems. The PSVR 2 can technically have this problem. It never seems to have it with its own screen because it knows what's on the display, mm -hmm. I believe. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it happens when I look straight up <laughs> yes, <laughs> at my living room light and it's like... <laughs> Don't do that. I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that would be rude. Um, yeah, no, I've had that experience too on the PSVR too, but it's always because I'm staring directly into Bob's light bulb right there. Mm -hmm. Oh, right. And the other thing, like it, it, 
even though my head is smaller. Oh, yeah. To get it on my face and feel like it's in focus, I have to strap it in really hard. Like, really ratchet that thing down. Yeah. And uh, that that was just painful after even 20 minutes of play. Mm. I guess it was more like 15 minutes of play. I took it off, and I went and looked in the mirror. I was like, there's just a red <laughs> mark right here <laughs> on my brow. Yeah, no, and it's ba- like, based on how the thing is, the, the, the rubber, the cushion, the and the silicone. It's actually, that thing is a separate layer on it. It's re- it's kind of like this thing really is the dinkiest version of the gasket that's on the PSVR gasket, 2. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. The way it's designed, it seemed, because the whole thing is so front heavy, mm-hmm. they know you have to just screw that thing in to get uh-huh. it to stay in place. Um, yeah. And on top of, like, because I also experienced Bob's tracking issues, which you would hope would be less of a problem running on PC, because I'll get to that in a second. Um, there's also, it just, you can't run games well. Like, no. Pistol Whip hitched a lot. It would just, like, I boot the game, and it's, like, not running great, and that's one thing. But then it was hard hitch trying to run the games directly on the device. And I was like, this was a whole dimension to this I did not expect. I figured everyone was designing their games because I remember like I followed John Carmack on Twitter um, and have for a very long time. And I remember him talking about working with a mobile chipset and what that means from a thermal angle and a processing angle and all these things you have to account for as he's working on this literal headset. So I didn't expect the we are running the game and it did not execute in time. So now the game's hitching hard because there isn't a quest it could be aiming for that's better than this, except for the insane one that was the Quest Pro or whatever. That was, what did it launch at? $1,500? Something like that. Yeah, that thing bombed on the market immediately. So I don't, it did seem like compilation shader stutter, but that doesn't make sense. So I'm not, I'm not signed up for that theory yet, Mm -hmm. but it, actually definitely the way it happened what caused it to happen genuinely felt like that so um but there is another layer of this now people who listen to big think know how incredibly enthusiastic i am about vr and so when i say this this isn't hyperbole this is just the experience i had and then the hour and a half after that i had to go and observe myself i had no joy none engaging with this device like puzzling places i can't get immersed in this beautiful like puzzle landscape when i can only see 90 degrees mm-hmm. and to clarify what that means for people who've used psvr1 or psvr2 i believe psvr1's 100 degrees field of view psvr2 is 110 so take your whole vision make an l with your hand and imagine that's all you can see in front of you just do that real quick. Just imagine with a perfect L shape, this is all my vision can see. It is genuinely bizarre how much that just dampened yeah, like it. That's, that's the cutoff line. Yeah. It's not like, good. Like so far about the MetaQuest 3, the, the leaks have been like, oh yeah, the resolution's higher and it has all these features. It's lighter and thinner. And I'm like, okay, what's the field of view? That's literally... Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I even remember with the point. one uh, playing, what was it, Rig, that mech game for it? Yeah. I, I remember with the one, like, it it wasn't bad. Uh-huh. I mean, it was the first VR headset I'd ever put on. Right. Um, but I was but it wasn't still, great. It was, it was like watching, you know, unanamorphic 16 by 9 box in a box anime back in the day. Yes. It's like, no, it's there. I can ignore it, but it it's there. Right, right. <laughs> and it, it's always there. Uh, and this is like 10 degrees worse. So... 
the goal here to really help sell why I arrived at this, because Bob knows, I'm trying my best to not buy a $1,200 VR headset for PC. Yep. Uh-huh. This guy's Why really is this to... even a concern? Why I are you feel compelled to do that? Well, as Agro said, and just shot me dead in public, uh, so I could be an anime girl in VR chat. Obviously. Yeah. But also Pistol Whip has mod level support on PC. And I would like to play Half-Life Alex on a good mm -hmm. like headset, which is why I took it out of my cart when I played that. When I used that headset during the Steam sale, it sat in my cart for a week. And the moment I used that headset once, I went, nope. And yeah. just took it right the fuck out. No, those those guys really need to like hurry up cracking the PSVR two for PC. They do, they do. I'm about to fund them myself. <laughs> like after using that, I'm just like, oh my god, you don't realize how good you have it. And guys, this is such a myriad of ways. This is radically worse that I could do an entire forty minute video just breaking down all these tiny details. Things like, um, and this is only going to play to the viewers. Things on the controller, okay? Things like... <sighs> now, the PSVR 2 and the MetaQuest both know which fucking hand's gonna be holding the controller. And on the PSVR 2, the inner is flat to make it easier for you to bring your hand all the way around to comfortably put this thin button directly under your finger and make this easy to hold all of the weight on the psvr2 controllers on the back side so this handle is shaped the same virtually on both sides all of the weight is out of your hand in front which is kind of the last way you want to design any tool and every button on it like both of these triggers are just kind of squishy mm -hmm. in a way that feels awful because like it's enough of a detriment to come from the psvr2 where pistol whip is a trigger it is an adaptive yeah, trigger no, the, in a great the adaptive experience triggers on these new sony controllers are they're fuck you can't go back from them they're right. game changing so to go from that to not just kind of a bad feeling trigger like that doesn't feel as good as the xbox 360 triggers no so to make that leap for me was just a huge, a huge level of like, no, like I just got done in the last week setting scores on pistol whip for dual wielding on hard difficulty in the top 10 of all PlayStation players on multiple songs. And I cannot remotely fucking enjoy the game on the MetaQuest 2. I would just rather not even fucking play it mm -hmm. because I'm like these things. I feel like I'm cheating. I feel like on PSVR 2, I'm cheating compared to these poor MetaQuest people. Because when a guy steps out from the side, you can see him in the PSVR 2. And also, if you'll hand me those controllers to yeah, illustrate absolutely. another thing about them. Yeah, sure. So with the PSVR 2 controller, you know, you've got all this mass back here in the ring. Uh -huh. like, like, uh, like a good swept hill. Uh, I, I can't believe I'm about to compare these to so yeah, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> All that weight is back here around your hand, right on your wrist, where the heaviest part of your hand is. Yeah. It feels natural. Yeah. This thing, for those of you who remember it, is weighted like an original DS. Yeah. It's just far forward enough to where you notice it. So after an hour or two, you're going to start getting the claw. Right. Um, and another layer of this headset, it's not like there, as far as I can tell, there's no fan or anything else operating inside of it to keep the internals cooler. 
Um, Which sounds like one of those, like, oh, this car isn't a BMW and it doesn't have <laughs> the tiny windshield wipers on the headlights kind of thing. But no, once you, once you go hard in VR and experience no fog, that fan does not sound premium yeah, or optional. No, it's the best. Yeah, I'm literally using the thing for about an hour every day as a part of my fitness regimen. And so... Like when I can when I could do two songs in the meta quest and I'm just like, oh, it's so fucking saturated. Like for me, like that's weird. Uh and this has been a weird and terrible experience. <laughs> hey Bob, what did you think of the OS for the oh Meta God. Quest 2, which is a thing everyone I feel like hearing this has probably seen memes of that horizon thing? They called their meta world, their metaverse, Horizon. So the back of their VR headset advertises Horizon. And I shit you not, Agra. Let me see if it's... It is right behind me. Tell... Oh, wait. That's the... No, I got it here. Okay. You got to get the sleeve part. Okay. Look at the image they use for Horizon. They literally chose a Vista and a color set and everything to make it look like Horizon. Yeah, that's... It is the that's lower insane. left one. I can see it from here. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, no, that, that's intentional. That's that. Oh, I laughed so hard. I had no idea. Like, like it, it's possible that, like, if you hand uh, a graphic design graduate the word Horizon, that's what they're going to come up with. Yeah, I, I thought I, it was called Horizons. I thought there was at least a lighter difference. Yeah, I no. thought it was called Horizon Worlds, but this just says Horizon. <laughs> And then the, the weirdest part is I thought it was a bootable game. It's the OS nowadays. You boot into your fucking Fred Flintstone house carved oh. into the edge of a canyon. PlayStation Home is now mandatory. Oh, I wish it was as good as that. Ew. <laughs> what? Yeah, they want no, it. It's way worse. Oh. It is, way, it is no. radically worse. It, uh, ew. <laughs> yeah, no, it's... It's genuinely impressive how sad it is in there. It was good. I'm out here. Bob's trying the headset on for the first time. I'm like, are you in the are you in the space I'm talking about? And he's describing it in a different way. So I'm still not sure he's there. But then he looks to his left. He goes, oh, no, no. I mm. And I'm like, OK, so you saw the you in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, there's a, a horrifying <laughs> caricature of you. There's a nubile next generation human. <laughs> With your name underneath it, pantomiming you in the mirror dimension. <laughs> There's something really deeply screwed up about this. It's like they have to have they have to have noticed that people do that every time, right? Because that was the exact same thing I did when I first saw it. You don't expect to be. Oh, I'm in my fucking N64 house. Like somebody's got a sheaf of dot matrix printer paper. Like, hey, we noticed something weird in the data scrape. Uh, you you see this uh, this spike in headset acceleration? We call that the jerk. And 12.4 seconds after every new player locks in, they experience this motion when they look at these coordinates. So are you telling me we have a lot of people jerking in Horizon? That may be that's, a problem. That's that's the 3.30 meeting. We'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get there, sir. That's later. Uh, so I don't know, Bob. Are there any parts of this experience that you got to try that I have not articulated I don't think so. I, I, I did mess a lot around a lot with looking at the character in the mirror and seeing what his hands would do. That was the most amusing part. 
because uh, they do not track you very well. If you put your hands up near your head, it's, it's like, oh, no, they're gone. Your hands are now at your side, and the controllers are floating there. Which uh -huh. I didn't expect either, because for people who don't know, John Carmack actually was one of the first people pushing for inside-out tracking in like VR headsets and broadly. Uh -huh. That was one of the things he solved over. So I assumed it would somehow be even better than the PSVR 2. Yeah. It, it turns out that however much <laughs> this thing fucking costs uh, shows in the product. <laughs> it, it, it turns out in some things you actually do have to spend more money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think one of the funniest things that happened to me um, that was just genuinely, haha, what a funny moment. Not, haha, what have I done with my money? Um, was when I had the controller sitting on the counter in front of me. I'm over here and I'm just looking around in the OS and whatever. And I need to reach for the controllers. And, you know, in VR, at least PSVR 2 and MetaQuest 2, you can see where the controllers are in the environment. And just kind of feel it out. Go reach, grab it. Well, I got close enough, but I wasn't holding it. But I got close enough that some system in the MetaQuest decided, yeah, he's probably holding that. Show how his harm would hold that from that distance. So an arm erupted out of my sternum, <laughs> craned a really weird direction and grabbed it. And I cracked up so fucking hard because all I had to do was this to make it disappear entirely. <laughs> And then lean slightly back forward to have it erupt again. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. I'm like, you have capacitative buttons on this control. You know if I'm holding it. You don't need to guess. Why are you doing this? <laughs> I notice all of chat is just asking the question. The question that, of course, I would ask after <laughs> having this experience. So... Can I refund this or what? <laughs> Best Buy's policy says I can because of the sale I got it on and how I bought the two parts because I bought the headset at full price, 300 plus tax, $50 gift card, bought the Elite Strap with that. I assume, and I also did it online, this will be an annoying process because I do yeah, not probably. imagine buying right through the mobile app and then going in store to pick it up will make this simple. I'm still going to try to do it if me trying this out on my PC on Sunday or whatever uh, just falls below a certain threshold. Because genuinely, genuinely, I believe wholeheartedly the, this isn't the worst case scenario. The worst case scenario is I spent $1,200 on a PC VR headset. That is a lot of money. All, all I can think is doing that and you get the same experience as you got with this. No, those are actually really good. For one, they're like 130 degrees field of view. Okay. Way higher resolution have sensor towers. Thank yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. No, those <laughs> the, are. The big high end PC shit is nuts. Yeah. And the best part is uh, apparently Valve or whatever is supposed to come out with another before the end of the year. Mm -hmm. Seemingly. Uh, and yeah. So. Um... Yeah, that's a lot of fucking money. Yeah, that is way too much money for sure. I don't. That's more than my PS5 plus my PSVR 2. Right. And when you consider, like, already I got sold on, oh, okay, so the PC stuff will be cool for two things. It'll be cool for VR chat, where I'm going to be an anime girl, apparently. And it'll be cool for modded stuff, you know, like Pistol Whip levels and, and Half-Life Alex, assuming that's not coming to PSVR 2. My brain's already signed off on, this headset just needs to do that well. <laughs> It doesn't need to be a good way to experience games in general because the chasm between 
the MetaQuest 2 and the PSVR 2 has already sold me on, even with the 4090, it will just not be as good as using a PSVR 2 because the adaptive triggers, the fast loading, the, mm-hmm. you know, raising the rendering resolution where your eyes looking to magnify the performance. I, um, yeah. So, so yeah, my goal here is definitely not to buy a $1,200 headset. One might say that's what accelerated me going, it's how much? Okay, let's try it. Because I was really hoping. But you tried that, Bob. Can you imagine casually socializing in a headset that impressive? <laughs> probably loosen deal with the fact that everyone's blurry. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah, I guess I'm hanging hey. out with my blurry friends. I'm hanging out with one of them at a time because I can't see anymore because my field of view is that bad. Uh, this is just like Ready Player One. <laughs> Shitty. <laughs> Finally, the dream. It's become reality. Uh, so here's the second layer of this. The second layer of drama to this. I assumed... Uh, the reason they were talking about the specs for the Quest 3, which is coming out later this year, and they're going to give us all the hard details in September. I assume the reason they didn't talk about that is because they were like, yeah, they, you know, we, we don't want to sell out of the Quest 2. We want some people to wait because they don't know what it's going to be, you know, uh, because they reduced the price on the Quest 2. But I think, I think the opposite actually happened. I think I was, they did a double a double blindfold right on me they tricked me by not announcing the specs they're like no it's actually so radically better that if you had known that you wouldn't have bought the two like at all even though we hate the two and we need to because they probably have a lot of warehouses full of this shit yeah of course is what i'm realizing because they raised the price for a bit and then everyone went no nah, we hate that <laughs> and then they lowered the price again the, the, already they've announced and they've shown it literally just going oh yeah there's a, there's a button on this headset tell, tell me if you've heard of this where you can hit it and see outside the headset Revolution. the quest 2 as far as i could tell does not have that feature there's no button on it as far as i can tell if it exists then it must be through a menu or some really weird button combination uh it is like 40 percent skinnier and seemingly lighter it has a bunch of other things it has augmented reality and i was like i don't care about the mixed reality stuff who cares it's like a third the thickness and twice as heavy (laughs) yeah somehow could you imagine but should i trust that either the controllers are redesigned that's good that one actually has haptic triggers is what they're already saying Hmm. okay and the metaquest 2 is from three years ago Mm-hmm. So you would like to think in three years they might be able to do something to make it not an oppressively terrible experience. But no leaks about Field of View, no, nothing about anything else. So I'm just sitting here go, if I return that, it's like me, it's like I, I reversed the spec on the skill tree and there are only two roads that remain. <laughs> and one of them's like, I miraculously find a good affordable option for PC VR And then there's that evil track that, you know, I start summoning skeletons and blood warriors and blood golems because I have a $1,200 PC VR headset and then I have to work Uber Eats to pay that off. And that's what (laughs) Quest 2 has been like for the last 24 hours. Anyways, hey, Bob. Hey. Let's talk about more positive things. Oh, wait, everybody won two Switch. 
Uh, so I didn't, oh. I didn't see it. Uh, I saw a couple of clips that were incomprehensible. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, it's, it, it, it's a mini game party thing. How they made, bad could it have been? They made okay. the worst one of those ever designed. It's probably and, one of the worst video games ever made. That has, has anybody seen that Twitter post where the guy's like, it took me four hours to make this and it's just stock photos dancing to the Studiopolis track from Sonic Mania? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what 1-2-Switch looks like to me forever. I wish it was that good. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I just... wish it was anywhere too that good. <laughs> um, okay, Agro. Mm -hmm. I have some pretty simple ways to break this down. Okay. Here are some of the mini games you can expect to play with your friends in Everybody 1-2-Switch. Literally rigged bingo, where the rigging it isn't an intentional design choice they made because that would be funny. They just didn't take into account that bingo numbers go in a certain order and if you let someone stop the wheel on numbers they could just keep stopping it on the numbers they want yeah. they also have other mini games like we're going to list a bunch of flavors of ice cream tell us how many we asked for of each flavor after two and a half minutes straight of us listing flavors Okay, that, that's just a bad game. Uh, there are three, four, four versions, versions of, of that. that same game. They have Ice Cream oh. Parlor 4. When you beat one of them, you get a choice of one of four mini games. It spins a little spinner on a roulette. It will replace it with the higher number one. So it will just go, oh, you beat Ice Cream, ice cream Parlor 2. It's ice the same exact parlor. game with different flavors. That's it. And... And it's not just they'll list these and then ask you a question about how many they listed of each flavor. They will continue to ask you after you've answered. So four questions deep of how many pistachio ice creams did I ask you about or ask you for seven hours ago when you started this horrible mini game? That's no one decided to do that. Something happened. <laughs> what happened at that studio? So the weirdest, the weirdest thing is this isn't even made by the 1-2-Switch people. This is made by the people who make Modern Mario Party. Which means they're also the people who made Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival. Are you sure this is made oh. by the people who make Mario Party? Or is it made by the people who have been cast into the dungeon for fucking up while making Mario Party? Yeah, this feels yes. like an even more severe version of um, DreamWorks when they were making the Prince of Egypt and Shrek at the same time. And like, if you fucked up, you were moved from the Prince of Egypt <laughs> over to Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> Let me explain where the core problems though, because I haven't even talked about the evil core of all of this, where they made the hugest fucking mistake imaginable. This game on paper is trying to be Jackbox. Right. You stream the game to the internet and because we didn't put up a button to hide the QR code, now a person's made their profile picture a penis. Because they show whatever image they upload to Nintendo servers. Mm -hmm. But that's the idea. The idea is you're going to take your mobile phone, you're going to use the QR code, you're going to join it, you're going to play a Jackbox. So let me tell you some of the mini games they do. Hey, everyone. <laughs> that are totally compatible with this format, right? Everyone jump in unison. Hey, hand the Joy-Con to this player. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. They, From the ground up, they did not understand the assignment at all. Yeah, they, they made the bizarre assumption that you, you have 100 people in one room. That's insane. <laughs> like, we, we've said before, we've described games as like, cobble together whatever you have and ship it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
holy fuck, like somebody <laughs> ran around <laughs> grabbing hard drives, put them together and like print. Yeah, that this is truly it is it is understandable how this game leaked through playtesters telling Bloomberg that everyone playtesting the game is just calling it horse shit. Because yeah, they sat on this for like a year and mm-hmm. it seemingly didn't change at all. This they seemingly somebody at Nintendo who should be fired, no matter who they are, or what position they have at the company, they should be buy me a moto. Well, the ten people who are gonna buy this is better than us losing all that money entirely. There's no way we'll ever make the money we spent on this back, but surely the damage to our reputation isn't that bad. And I'm like, guys, you. I can now no longer say Nintendo doesn't ship games like this. Yeah, you I was just saying, like, this is so not me. Nintendo. Yeah. Like, it's it's still this, bizarre that this happened. This is beneath Microsoft. I cannot think of a game Microsoft shipped that is so obviously... No. <laughs> burn, burn all of it. This is, this is a menace. Yeah, I feel like every game and, was just a... Something is... Bad minded is that ice cream counting game. I can't remember so many of them now. They were all so similar in just veins of it's a bad memorization game or it's the worst quiz ever made. Oh, yeah. Okay, so here's how the quiz game works. You think, oh, it's going to ask me like a factoid and then it'll give me one of four choices maybe, right? Not anymore. The game goes, water is wet. And then you're supposed to hit the true or false button as fast as you can. And they're all this level of like for children levels of mental engagement. The sky is green. Okay, well, that's more of a reaction thing. Yeah, so with people on the, the internet. internet. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's. Hmm. So people oh, yeah. would win by spamming the button ahead of time and. Oh, yeah, the squats mini game. Where it's like the game, the mini game was just do squats. The there was no layer on top of that. It's just but do much of squats. How do they enforce it, that oh, with a joy? Oh, that's true. Instead of saying squat, sometimes they say squash, and you aren't supposed to squash to squat if he says squash. So you have to listen to the last syllable to know if you should have done a squat already. The, these that's all not remind a game. no. <laughs> these it all is remind not. me of like those those day. <laughs> Like those daycare, I guess daycare is not the right word, but like those centers that pop up in the summer where it's like if your kid is nine and you have to right. work, you Bible send them camp here and it's or like, whatever. Yeah. It's like day camps, I guess is what they're usually called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's like some poor 16 year old trying to rein these children. It's like, what do we do? If I say squat, squat. If I say squash, don't. I, I was I, literally. You get a babillion, babillion points. I'm not actually keeping track of this. I get paid. $4 was, an hour. I was thinking about that because, like, my, my mother runs that kind of shit. I yeah. grew up involved in that. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, no, like, my mother could shit out a better series of games than that <laughs> at the drop of a hat. I've seen her do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, not even remotely hard to believe. A, a fucking uh, a switch. Nah, man. Give that lady, like, four uh, empty toilet paper rolls and a plastic <laughs> fork. She'll entertain 30 kids better than this. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, and they're all on this level. You need to understand that these aren't outstanding in their field in the least. The the outliers are the ones where it's like, okay, uh, you have the Joy-Con and you defend yourself against everyone on the opposite team who are ninjas who can throw one ninja star each or maybe two. 
And and then it's like, okay, wants one of the internet players to hold the Joy-Con. <laughs> well, so yeah, then you can't it, you can't see them. They're ninjas. <laughs> oh. And that's one of the best uh-huh. in the game. And you get to reminder in case it just whew, flew past you. The most fun game in everybody want to switch. You get to throw one shuriken. Uh-huh. I'd, I'd like to circle <laughs> back for a second. They made a version of bingo you can just cheat at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had to explain the mechanics of bingo to Bob because he didn't know about the number ranges usually file under the respective columns of B-I-N-G-O, right? Mm-hmm. So I explained, like, yeah, I've just been landing B numbers this whole time because I want this to end. <laughs> Shit. Like, <laughs> they, they have so much confidence in their, in their bingo. You can boot that separately. Yeah, like it's a, that is a that is a fast access mini game and a normal one. That was the thing that got me even more. Right? I like, thought they would just sequester and corral off bingo by itself, but it could come up in the spinner. This is it. This is the gem. <laughs> this is what you want in the middle of your mini game party rotation: a rousing round of Wheel of Fortune bingo. So, uh-huh. as, as these people on the internet are playing on their smartphones, they invented a mini game so bad I could not, uh, I couldn't fathom it until it occurred. This mini game's called Color Shot. Or oh, color yeah. Shot. Right, yeah. <laughs> this mini game they go. Do you play a f- cop? Find <laughs> find find teal. And it shows the entire screen the exact image they want. Yeah, they show They're you like, the exact shade of teal they want. So then everyone online's like, pause. <laughs> and they just take a picture with their phone. <laughs> and then they win. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That that is a stunning look into the mind of a machine. (laughs) Is this the first machine learning game? Right? Right? Like, I I don't think people made this. They have just as much of a grasp of what is fun about playing games with your friends as a machine would. This is an auto-completed video game concept design. It is truly stunning every layer on which this is incorrect (laughs) did not even one thing right i don't think no that like (laughs) we were constantly being floored oh yeah i forgot we played musical chairs with people on the internet no (laughs) right that's not a a thing that is possible that you said which is better so what was the approximation that you experienced so you it plays music and then it wants you to sit down and the person who sat down first obviously got the seat but here's the thing the visual on screen is still musical chairs and i'm like that is not what we're playing this is whose ass can touch the ground fastest that is a different well streamed over the internet well streamed over the internet oh man i i once due to a, a misunderstanding um accidentally sat for the wrong act Oh. And I didn't misunderstand the assignment <laughs> as much as these people did. It's, it's really rare, and I think a first in all of Gigaboot's history. Like, er, er, Eric, you know, if the game's like a seven, Eric has this expression on his face like he wants out. 
Like he needs to, <laughs> he needs to chew through the walls and escape. But this, it was everybody. It was like, we need to escape. We need to get away from this game. We can't get away from this game. This is the whole point. Oh, God. I, yeah, it would, by the time we were done with it, I was like, it's been like six or eight hours, yeah, right? No, yeah. I watched everyone in the room just be like, we play that game for six and a half hours. And I'm like, guys, chat's right. It's been two hours and 45 minutes. We death stream constantly. We've beaten so many bad games on the channel. But that legitimately felt like they took the fully cooly iron to smooth out every wrinkle on the surface of our brain. I watched every clip that went up in the Discord and could A, make sense of none of them, <laughs> and B, came away with the impression that I was watching like I have no mouth and I must scream. Yeah. I'm just looking at humans in different positions screaming because a machine is torturing them. <laughs> It is surprising they didn't cancel it. Oh, right. We, someone brings it up in the chat. We did play the 60-minute mode. It drew that ice cream game twice. It took two hours. Yeah, because the ice cream game just keeps doing it. Also, worth noting, not actually random, the spinner. It stops where you push the button with 100 online people. So as we kept trying to plead to chat, do not push the button. We're local. We can stop it on the correct that thing. Was. Yes. Uh, again, it just looks like computer torture. <laughs> All I can see is y'all screaming, no one push the button. Don't do it. If we all don't push the button, no one goes in the furnace. <laughs> yeah, right. You that just was have to believe. That was a moment. I'm like, guys, if we all just refuse to play, it can't do the minigame. And some of these sick people would not back out. They wouldn't. Luckily, everyone on my team did, so they won by default. <laughs> so we didn't have to play the minigame a third time. Oh my god. I believe that was Ice Cream 3. Yeah, probably. It was a truly heinous minigame that we had long enough experience with. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The baton pass is, is especially noteworthy other than... You know how Nintendo games for 17 years have had a screen? And it pops up and it's like, hey, kid, you're playing a motion control game with this controller. Put on the wrist strap, buddy. What if I told you Baton Pass for the first time in 17 years has an identical looking screen that just goes, take it off, buddy. So as we're just sitting there going, we don't know how to. What do you want us to? You want us to actually pass it? You just showed us the screen you've been showing us for 17 years, Nintendo. And they're like. Chat's like, actually, if you read the words that told you to take off the wrist strap, and I'm like, yeah, the pantomime running while you don't have a wrist strap on. So well, this, while holding this, it weirdly, but you have to hold two two buttons. You on have the to edge. hold the the tiny SLSR. So Chris you, was right. You grip this. Fired. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. This should not have shipped. I say the last last mini game we need to talk about at all because I can't remember any others being outstanding is this child trapped us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gave a spell. <laughs> he cast a spell on us. He sent us to the cornfield. You, you think normally the cornfield is like a metaphor, a euphemism, not a literal corn, but this is, this isn't a cornfield. It's the tree. So all 94 of us were trapped around this child's tree. As he did red light, green light. And if you move at all, when he says red light, you get set all the way back to the beginning. So it's 94 people struggling to run with their smartphones in place and their Joy-Cons to get to the tree. 
forever. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm picturing that uh, ending area in Majora's Mask. Yeah, no, that's yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's how it feels. It is that sort of outcropped fucking tree in the middle, the child full of anger and hatred for humanity. You moved. You moved, and if you move, it doesn't just send you back. He needs to take the time to say, you moved, and with 94 online players, that's all we're hearing for a minute at a time. You moved. <laughs> you moved. You know, sometimes I'll, I'll be at work and think, man, I kind of wish I could be there for the Friday stream. <laughs> This is this is not that day. No, that is this no. Is not. No. I kind of want to go home and play a Jackbox game. <laughs> yeah, there's literally no Jackbox minigame as bad as this every minigame in this. You want to talk about like a minigame in this that's, I guess, fine on paper that just doesn't work yeah, in practice. Say, did like, uh, did any of them like work? Hide a Joy-Con in the room and then when the other person pushes the button it makes it vibrate, but it's like... That could be neat. It could be. Eh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It turns out you just stick it in a really hard to reach place, like not obfuscated, but literally. So Eric, like it's and not Bob a great just... game to play in this room. No. 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 But yeah, they just stuck it behind the camera and the TV underneath the drapes so that were the curtains so that way I had to lean carefully back to grab it and they're like oh you took longer and I'm like yeah right <laughs> yep I, mean, I feel like I just <laughs> get it no. get it you I short can't. ass bitch I can't <laughs> ma'am Tosh would just attack you with yeah, like uh -huh. she would go find a sharp thing it's mm -hmm. right in the right in the thigh <laughs> flabbergasting that Nintendo could make this. So it was even weirder because in the moment we didn't know. Uh, we went and played 1-2 Switch so I could show people that game was neat. I took that to my job at the time and played it in the break room with coworkers. It has a ton of mini games that are neat and or fun. Is that still full price? It's a Nintendo game, so almost definitely. Yeah. Uh, I have it on cartridge. You want to borrow it? Sure. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's right there. Um... So it was really confusing and for a lot of people sad as they're just like checking out that game and seeing the mini games are funny, neat, fun maybe. Mm -hmm. And they're like, how did these people make this fucking nightmare cube? <laughs> oh, they did it. Right? Okay, that's... <laughs> Turns out you need a special type of person tapped into the satanic ley lines of the universe. Some kind of planet-wide computer system who only feels <laughs> hatred. <laughs> Guys, I knew this This would not be a great stream. Like, a great game to play. A great stream. I knew it would be that. Because Horace Showpony is a fucking nightmare host. Horace Showpony. So, Horace Showpony is the host. He's, he exists in a bubble in the corner of the screen almost at all times outside of a minigame. And he fills the screen at the very beginning. This horse... It wasn't enough that they had the Tom Green horse mask that was popular. Uh, yeah, that's pretty rough. 18 years ago, they used VFX to make it close its mouth and eat carrots and blink and mm. do all sorts of unsettling things. 
Heck, I even think that the horse mask itself is edited on. Like, it yeah. all just looks uncanny in a horrifying way. He really does seem like one of those weird, kind of jokey horror movie villains. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Five Nights situation with Horace Show Pony. Yeah, except it says, like, Horror Show Pony on, yeah. on the VHS cover, and it's all, like, blood font. And then Jay Bauman's like, I don't know if we should watch this. <laughs> Mike's like, it's gonna be fine. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Well, Rich, what do we play next? <laughs> oh, Seven days later, you're dead. We played the Punch Win. The Punch Win's a really great game. It's like Warriors Woods, but good. Uh, it's a puzzle <laughs> game. You, you know, a very, very rare genre of puzzle game where it's um, you control a character in the puzzle and you move around to manipulate the play field to do yeah, puzzle game punch win. I know punch one. Yeah. I, so, I was here for game of the year. This is on PlayStation now. It came out in April and oh. no one fucking told me. I'm not blaming you, audience. Frankly, I'm blaming the people who made it because <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, interesting thing, though. It's not an important. It's really not an important problem. Uh, but the, I, I've beaten every version of that game at least twice. Uh, so switch PS4 and PS5 because the PS4 and PS5 have bespoke trophies <laughs> so i have the full trophy list twice the ps5 is the only version that has a visual glitch that only engages in the levels that flips the thing upside down but it's such a minor glitch it's not going to impact your playtime. but i'm like that's weird hmm. anyways the punch wins great that soundtrack's fantastic i listen to it literally all the time i listen to it multiple times a week every week great fucking game great fucking soundtrack we i had to just chug that game down real quick after all these one-two switches and everybody one-two switches and well, Clubhouse Games was fun. Yeah, Clubhouse Games is neat. Oh, you Clubhouse, Clubhouse. That's yeah, always a good Clubhouse time. Clubhouse is great. What Found a great that, game! That, that Eric just has some weird like hatred for board games. I think mm. it was. Like, it was. I. I don't know how to describe. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It was something like that. Of like they, they, they were they, their competition, and he doesn't like that. It feels. It feels like I was still okay. So you ever um, audience aggro? You ever like drink alcohol and you know you went too far, and your brain is just fully embraced with "I went too far" until you sober up enough to get out of that zone. That is the state my brain was still in by the time we're in Clubhouse. So yes, Eric told that story. Story. Yes, I listened to that story. No. My brain did not absorb it at all. Mm -hmm. I was I was still just in the the stream has gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It literally felt like that. Mm -hmm. It literally felt like five shots in on tequila where you go, oh no. <laughs> there there was just some story about that. I don't even know. Maybe I'll ask him tomorrow while we're streaming. Game goes here. Um Clubhouse is great. Could you believe that the company that made Clubhouse would also put out everybody one two? Switch? I really can't. Yeah. Like they have made these little delightful introductions to every game. It's got a really nice style and it's just very minimalist. It's, yeah, it's got good, it's literally good vibes. nothing like. You wouldn't describe well, everybody one two, one two switch as good vibes. No. <laughs> There's no terrifying horsemen or anything. You sound like the fucking Family Guy real estate bit. No cave trolls. <laughs> <laughs> No horrible horse host. Uh, yeah, Clubhouse Games is great. The Punch Wins on PlayStation, it's great too. Uh, one, two, Switch, 
See if you know someone who lined up to find out what was on that cartridge at launch and try it out for free. I don't know about spending money on that in 2023. Yeah, no, that's there's those are neat, but oh man. Mm. Um, I'll go ahead and talk about what games I've been playing. Sure. Uh, so I've been playing a lot of games, specifically Ring Fit Adventures and uh, Pistol Whip. Pistol Whip, someone posted in the VR because we have both a fitness channel now in the Gigaboost Fan Discord and a VR channel in the Gigaboost Fan Discord. Someone posted, hey, there's Dan's score. It's one slot beneath mine. Ah. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> I had never score practiced a song in Pistol Whip in my life. I was just getting better doing the whole set and aiming for fitness. I shut up over 40 slots. I'm now ranked 12 on that song. We were ranked 64 and 65. That felt a little deranged to do. So I had to follow up with the fucking me posting Goku using the Super Dragon Fist because at that point, my heart's full of hate, obviously. Only a sadist could do this <laughs> to some other person who's just like, oh, neat, it's a score. Anyways, Gail, I'm sorry. He's <laughs> not. Uh, no, I. He, he knows he should be. He, he, <laughs> he knows to he perform is. that he is. <laughs> he has adapted that behavior, but. So, Agar, why do you think Dan got into doing YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> uh, to get a PC VR headset and be an anime girl in VR chat. Th that was a long time. <laughs> I mean, yes. that's. That, why, why does anybody do anything? To get a PC VR headset and. <laughs> Be an anime curl in VR chat. <laughs> since, since first man no, uh, wandered sense. out of their caves and down from the trees and sharpened sticks, <laughs> he thought, I'm gonna kill this saber toothed tiger and eventually gonna get me a PS <laughs> a PC VR headset. Be an anime girl in VR chat. Maybe not me, but my children. Uh, my children. My children's children. I'd fight for a better tomorrow for my children and their children. Um, Focusing on the, this actually lined up really closely with me discovering I couldn't get the last trophy left in Pistol Whip or the second last trophy left in Pistol Whip because I have not platinumed it yet because the game was glitched. Um, there is a trophy that's like playing classic mode, meaning one gun, shoot every bullet in the magazine without reloading once exactly on beat or just on beat mm. is the way they phrased it. And I'm like, guys, I'm. I keep replaying the opening of the song. I'm like, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing it. I swear to God. Do you mean 100% perfect shots every time? Why is this not working? I Google it. Some guys like, yeah, this is having this problem. The people made push to whip or just like, hey, what's up? Did you do what the trophy said? <laughs> guys like, don't worry. I uninstalled the game, reinstalled it. Trophy worked, and I'm like, oh my god, I've been sitting here for 30 minutes practicing the opening, like 10 seconds of this song. So I do that, get the trophy immediately, and now I have an immense sense of the rhythm of how the game wants you to shoot exactly to get this. So that lined up perfectly with Guile or Gale being like, hey, here's my score. So that really just was <laughs> fucking unfortunate in a sense. Just walked out of the room of spirit and time to see this shit. Right, I was just like, what's up? How? What number comes after your Super Saiyan? Now that's too low. You gotta make that higher. Um... So that's been really cool getting to engage with really actually aiming for better scores and playing a song more than once per run. 
um, there are a few on PlayStation rankings, at least, where I'm like 12th, 10th, you know, 20th. And that's that felt unachievable to me before this week. Um, I've also been playing Ring Fit Adventures. As, as many people know, I've been on a fitness journey with VR stuff for like two months and on a diet. Ring Fit Adventures still just beat the absolute shit out of me. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> This enemy is weak to this. Do 22 squats. And I'm like, please, God, be reasonable. And they're like, no, that is the last thing we'll be doing here, sir. I'm like, okay. Okay, fine. I'll lower the difficulty. Which feels ridiculous because it's like, can you squeeze a ring above your head? And I'm like, yeah, I can. That's easy. And they're like, okay, then do the 22 squats. I'm like, what is wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) These are not the same. (laughs) So what I'm trying to say is Ring Fit should let you set difficulty per exercise region, maybe? Just an idea? Mm -mm. No? 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 Mm -mm. It's not how it works. You got to get more powerful. Fuck me, I guess. (laughs) Fuck me, I guess. Dan, please please don't make me tell you to not skip like that. (laughs) I just want to skip like that. It hurts so much. No, it's... It's the worst. It's the fucking worst. It's you know that song that's talking about I would walk ten thousand miles just to be with you tonight. Uh, the you skipping leg day. I would I would literally walk that far just to not do twenty two squats. This shit sucks so bad. Uh, but Ring Fit's still fun as hell, and everyone should at least give it a shot if that seems like something you might be interested in. Um, yeah, I was surprised to see uh, one of those deals things like Warrior 64 tweeted out, hey, this is in stock again. Yeah. I was mm. like, oh, good. They're yeah. actually still making those. Yeah, they've done a pretty good job of just making sure every now and again getting supply out, which is great because th- this game's pretty unparalleled. Mm-hmm. Like in the VR space, there are things that are similar, but you're not going to be able to have a game that's having you do all this yoga shit in VR or, you know, with specific stances and stuff. You know, there's a lot of moving carefully while having your legs and propped up in certain positions mm-hmm. to really work out certain abdominal muscles that you would not do in VR because that's risking someone falling and really hurting themselves. Yeah, it does mm-hmm. seem a lot closer to like that Apple uh, fitness thing where they have just a bunch yes. of trainers that you can switch between. Yeah, that actually made me. Th- I was. It's funny that you bring that up earlier today. I was thinking about like if there was a way Apple had a device that could actually detect any of that at all that seems like an obvious thing for their apple tv which mm-hmm. is a piece of hardware apple tv plus is a subscription they're so good at naming things <laughs> and then the, the even though it, you'd think that part of apple tv plus would be the fitness program but no fitness yes. is a separate subscription yes, on apple there which fitness i can put on my apple a, tv yes my, my device correct it's very complicated. But it's okay, Bob. You can get the Apple One subscription, which gets you Apple Arcade, Apple TV Plus, and the Fitness Plus. I where... see. This is the world we live in. Um, but I thought that would make a lot of sense because they do have a lot of, you know, fitness stuff going on over there that maybe someday I'll check out. But no, not currently. That shit's just, hey, do 22 squats. And I'm like, now a dude on the internet's judging me for not doing 22 squats. This fucking blows. Like when Ring Fit came out, I saw the trajectory of of Nintendo fitness products. And I'm I'm still a little, not confused, but like bewildered a little, I guess. Hmm. Off balance that... We haven't seen like a white plastic boken that you put one Joy-Con in the handle and one Joy-Con in the tip and just Nintendo teaches you kendo. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It what's felt up like with we that. were going there since Wii Motion Plus came out, but nah. Yeah. I don't know. It's not happening. Uh thing that reminded me of though, uh someone posted I I'm trying to remember what the name of that 
uh, there's a Chinese website where you can buy like really mass produced, super low budget, like brand, no brand name pieces of silicon or plastic or whatever. And it's just, I can't remember the name of the website. But anyways, they had what was just a modeled gun handle <laughs> that you put the PSVR2 controller in. Good. Yeah. And no. I was like, oh, you, you shit. sent me that link. I want that for Pistol Whip so bad. Uh huh. <laughs> I was like, if I, if I could get like a real ass trigger on this thing, yeah, that'd be sick. They also had, yeah, AliExpress. Thank you, yeah, AliExpress. Um, but yeah, it also had a rifle one. I I couldn't figure out how that slotted God, into. Yeah, I remember the first thing I had to do on Pistol Whip was go in and change the bore axis on the pistol, like down a little bit. Oh, you can do that. Oh yeah, yeah, you can. Huh. Mm -hmm. That probably would be helpful. Yeah. Oh yeah, huh. very very much so. <laughs> That was another weird thing in the pistol whip on <laughs> I knew whatever Meta the Meta Quest too. Yes, I knew we the were coming. Auto back aim here. is bizarre in that. It'll be like I compensate by having you shoot like at an eighty degree angle. Like yeah, it, because it really needs to help you. Because as much as that was off slightly, there is no way to hold that where it's obvious where the muzzle with uh -huh. like the barrel yeah, between the shape of the handle and where all the yeah. wind is. And, mm -hmm. Yeah. It's it's a little weird. It's a little weird. Anyway, so my new routine is uh do uh do as much ring fit as I can, which is like twenty forty or it's like forty minutes now. Do an hour of pistol whip, have burned twelve eleven hundred to thirteen hundred calories, and then the amazing trick I pull, uh pass out. Uh just fall the fuck to sleep. Maybe I eat, but then I just go home and I'm like, I don't want to do things anymore. And I'm like, body, are you okay? And it's like you just did a lot of work. I hope you accomplished something. And I'm like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Your hair ass has been tricked. I'm not even like looking at shit that's real. <laughs> like I'm, I'm looking at pretend shit while doing nothing. That is the ultimate. You got played, buddy. These muscles are working hard for fucking nothing. Um, so that's been really fucking cool. And once again, I want to thank everyone who helped me afford a PSVR 2 because me 10 years ago, no fucking way. Mm. Hey, Bob. Hey. I think that's off the top of my head. Oh, wait. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll make this quick because this is an important parable for the audience. So my brother and his wife got to try the PSVR 2 for the first time. Oh. This is their first VR experience. Uh, one of my favorite things is we're doing puzzling places and his wife's trying it first and we're doing a seated experience because she might be motion sick. So she's doing it. Puzzling places for people who don't remember, it's 3D jigsaw virtual spaces you're constructing that have audio landscapes to them that just builds out as you go. <clears throat> He's watching his wife do it, and he's like, oh, that looks pretty cool. He puts on the headset, and he's like, oh, my God. <laughs> this is fucking incredible. And I'm like, now you get it. Now you know why every person working marketing at a VR game company wishes they were dead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is the hardest shit in the world. And then I told him, no, seriously, the person who has the exact job I'm talking about on the exact game you're playing right now tweeted at me basically as much, where they're just like, this fucking now you understand how hard it is to market this shit. And I'm like, yeah, mm -hmm. no. Uh, but yeah, they thought it was really neat. Uh, in in uh, oh, I my, like malls were still a thing. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, they do have VR centers at our dead ass mall. Hmm. 
and uh, other malls, but malls are so unimportant. And let's be real, going to a public space and putting on a VR headset that probably hasn't been cleaned correctly in between customers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's... um. They enjoyed it, but they said it is not $1,000 good. And I'm like, you are correct. It is a good thing my PS5 is a $500 console that plays games very, very well for that price. I saw that meme going around where it was like, get like you don't need... It was a meme image where it's like, oh, you need a CPU and a power supply and a GPU to play these games. It's so complicated. And the guy in the bottom is like, I just have a smartphone. And it was Genshin Impact. And then somebody was like, the PS5 is $300 cheaper than an iPhone 14. Yep. And I'm like, yep. I bet Sony would kill for those margins. They would end human lives to get those margins. <laughs> They're like, can we sell the PS5 for $800? Can we do that? That would, oh, that would be so good. We made, we made it white and shaped weird. Did it work yet? Did it work yet? Can we charge $800? No? Okay. Um, yeah, once in a while, I forget just how insanely expensive high-end phones are. They are. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, as, as uh, someone who owns one. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you how hard it is mentally to ever entertain. I'm upgrading. Yeah, I'm sure. I could probably wait eight whole years. Because it is it's a really good phone. It's got 120 hertz. It's got OLED. It could take really great pictures. Yeah, like I've been sitting on mine for quite a while. I'm like, you haven't done enough to make me feel like I need to upgrade. Yeah, that's yeah, fair. No, at a certain point, phones just started working. Right. right. And like... The weirdest thing is, like, they, they technically quadrupled the resolution of the camera sensor in the new phone. But one, not as relevant to me anymore. Sad. Two, the detail doesn't work unless you shoot in RAW. And I'm huh. not going to shoot everything in RAW. And if I did, when I upload it, you would just right. ruin it again. And so... And I shoot most of my stuff in SmackDown anyway. Yeah? Really? Yeah. Huh. If you're ever curious, Dan, why are you paid the big bucks? Because I have to deal with this. <laughs> I hate that I'm never able to talk about raw video or raw <laughs> photos ever. That's just not allowed. Anyways, like, hey, Bob. Don't focus on the one time I did that. Focus on the years I've spent not doing that every time. That was the one time you did that. You know how many came before you and how many will come after you? <laughs> one second. If I die, two more will take my place. <laughs> then they'll come. <laughs> but that's it for the VR segment. Everyone agreed PSVR 2 was good. It's just not $1,000 good, and that's totally fair. My brother's a PC gamer. Yeah, once I in wish a while, I had a good headset to recommend him, but right, right now, apparently not. I forget that he doesn't own a, a PS5 just because it feels like something he would just have, even if he doesn't use it. Like, I mean, that is how we ended up consoles. with a PS4. Right. And... Xbox One S? I'm trying to remember if that's what was in his living room. I'm trying to remember. He, yeah, I think he had a, a PS4 and an Xbox One S. And mm -hmm. I never asked him what he played on the S because he's never referenced. Wait, maybe it was Halo 5. Oh, maybe. Yeah, we played Halo 5 with yeah, Steve. Yeah, he probably did do it. For yeah, that. I think that was, yeah. There you go. Usually he ends up with that. If there was one game that was going to make him get a PS5, it would have been Final Fantasy 16. Uh, but. He, he doesn't care enough. Like, he played the demo. Uh, that was what he did after the VR and me falling asleep on his couch because I had five shots of tequila and some whiskey. 
Um, he played the Final Fantasy 16 demo, and he's like, this is pretty great. And I'm like, yeah, the demo's pretty great. I wish I could lend him my PS5 so he could play the game, because now he's waiting on a PC port that we have no idea when that's happening, and we don't know if it will be a good port, because it's Square Enix, and they've done bad ports to PC before. Oh, yeah. So that is... I have no idea how the Final Fantasy VII Remake one is because they locked it on the Epic Game Store for a year. It's bad. That oh, is, is the, it? That is the poster child for bad PC ports for Final Fantasy. Ugh. Yeah, I couldn't remember which one was really bad, that or Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, if I remember, Kingdom Hearts 3 was fine. It was the, the older ones, like 1 and 2 okay. on PC that were bad. But okay, so that's how it was. It was like 3 was all right, and then after that, we got that remake, which was bad, which was a yes. surprise, because that's also unreal. Yep. Yeah. No idea. Anyway, I'm done. The era of Dan not shutting the fuck up has ended. We're really more entering an interstice. <laughs> <laughs> hey Bob. Hey, what you been playing? You know, I I do want to play more Ring Fit. It's been forever. Oh, that yeah, that yeah. game was pretty neat. It's fucking cool as shit. Uh, it's but, also hard, of course. But but you can do squats. Yes, it's the other shit that comes for you. Yeah, I'm not much Which, worse in other ways. But squats, I'm fine. Yeah, squats, you're fine. You're like, <laughs> I'll do 700 of these, and I'm like, why? Why does God hate me? <laughs> um, but as far as stuff I'm actually playing, yes. <laughs> Hey guys, new openings guess <laughs> what haven't we been playing? Um I picked up a game on the Steam Summer Sale. Yes. Endless Monday Dreams and Deadlines. <laughs> so it's a Garfield game. You'd think. Yeah. Uh, but this is made by Twitter artists I I've been following for a long while. Their name is HC Nun, I think is how you pronounce it. It's H C N O N E. And they do a lot of um like office women drawn pixelated eating hamburgers. <laughs> Like it's very specific. Good genre. Good genre. <laughs> uh, Excuse me for a moment. <laughs> so in this you play is an office lady named Penny who is a procrastinating artist who is now down to the last two days of her deadline. She's working over the weekend. It's a visual novel. Um, and it's basically just wander around this empty office building trying to come with some ideas for this corporate art for a device you do not know what it is. <laughs> it's called like the Zinebot 6000 and you have no idea what it does. They have not told you. <laughs> Fantastic. So one of the first things you can do is walk up to the window and then like, oh man, the city escape looks so nice. What's that in the sky? And you're abducted by aliens. <laughs> but... <laughs> And they send you back in time a full month, and then it just skips all the way to that last week. And like, I sure procrastinated again. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's pretty neat. Um, I really like the art. That's mainly why I bought it, obviously, because like I said, I follow the artists, and the artists basically stopped posting art because they're just like, it's all going to this. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I can. Yeah. In fact, this one in this image, she is holding a burger. Yes, yeah. that is. Sky, yeah. she is one of your co-workers who quit recently to start her own YouTube channel <laughs> called Air Fry with Sky, where she's a, a cooking channel about air fryers. Okay, this one bit is selling me on this game entirely because <laughs> that's too funny. Uh, given this image I have pulled up of her, is her in the break room saying air fryers are the future of cuisine. Yep. Sky is easily the, the best part of this game. 
I kind of wish the whole game was just her. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she'll get that spinoff of enough fans. Maybe. Rally. It, it, it does say like an endless Monday game. Like it's trying to frame it as a larger series, I guess. Oh. So maybe we'll see a spinoff about her. Um, it's fairly short. It took me like three hours to play through it once, but there's multiple endings and stuff like that. You, like I completed it was five of a possible six art projects done, and that got me a good ending, but not like I assume the best ending will be if you get all six done. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty neat. It's definitely so check it out. It's only like 10 bucks. I think it was on sale for nine bucks, so I did not even save that much money. <laughs> They just tweeted like it's on sale, but I still need to live. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that's ten percent off. That ain't bad, <laughs> right? Yeah, fuck. What do you want? Go away. Um, I also played because I made it through sixteen Final Fantasy sixteen, so I was like, I can, I can get through twelve now, right? <laughs> Oh, that is not equivalent uh, from what I hear. Mm. Wow, it's almost like it's almost the exact same phenomenon I had, which I have to talk about in a little bit. Yeah, this is insane because I also said the same shit about 12, Bob. Uh Uh-huh. So when I came over, Bob's just playing 12. I laughed so fucking hard. Anyway. Yeah, what is wrong with all of your brains? I'm chugging this game thinking, man, when I'm done playing this, I'm going to go play a shooter. <laughs> well, I want to play an RPG. <laughs> so you picked up Final Fantasy XII. Not a good RPG. <laughs> like sometimes you need to calibrate the. Like the I just got off Octopath. I need I need something else. <laughs> yeah, I do need to get back to finish Octopath. But I felt like I really wanted to see these back to back and see right just to yeah. get that experience. It's about contrasting and comparisons and. It sure is nice having a, like a full cast of characters with you that have their own personalities and ideas, and motives, and have cool character designs. Now, that sure is neat. Hey, that last one exists in sixteen. Now I'm not gonna say a whole lot, but I am gonna say, hey Bob, what's up? During mainline quest, do your entire party often say things about what's happening and react? They sure do. That's fucking crazy. There, it, I'm done. Insane. <laughs> And you get great cinematography that's entirely stolen from the Star Wars Wars. prequels. Okay, every time I come back to this game, I'm just like, oh my god, I forgot how Star Wars it was. It is intense. Did did they do the wipe? You feel that there's a wipe should be there, and it's weird that it doesn't happen. Because the PS2. Mm-hmm. Like, that's definitely the reason. But even a lot of these are pre-rendered, though. Like, oh, oh, the bad guys are coming. Yeah. It's literally the Imperial theme is their Darth Vader-like yeah yep. who is you, someone's evil brother once, instead of father once someone's <laughs> opened your brain to it's just the star wars prequels which i yeah. didn't know because i didn't play enough to uh it, it becomes so deeply saturated with that that you expect the opening of episode two to occur where it's like so then this guy hired this guy that got this thing that then planted this organism to kill you <laughs> but yeah there's literally like a getaway sequence that feels like a straight from like a new hope. Nice. It's insane. Awesome. That's funny. Shit. <laughs> it, it, literally, the music cues are there for the wipe to happen, even. And I'm like, why didn't they wipe? I was, I was going between playing this and Jedi Survivor, and it was almost an identical experience. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking crazy. Like, again, um, Fron and Bosch are just, no, not Bosch, but Fron and the, the, the thief character she works with. But they're just Han Solo and Chewbacca. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, like, I remember that bit. 
Um, and somewhere on the internet, I don't know where, but you can find like a somebody cut the special, the trailer for the Star Wars special editions, the original trilogy. They just replaced all the footage with footage of 12, Final Fantasy 12, and it fits perfectly. Awesome. Oh my god. Um, the mist slash quickening system is probably the worst limit break system in Final Fantasy. It's it's up there. It's really bad. Did you just say quickening? That's what it's called. Is this also Highlander? No. <laughs> okay. But yeah, it's just, okay, start doing the quickening or the mist or whatever you want to call it. Call it both for some reason. Okay. I don't really know why. Oh, sure. Each character has their own super special move, but in that game, they don't know what the weapons are. So everyone just has some sort of generic punch and then an orb of energy comes out from somewhere. And then this guy, you got a time hitting square with him bouncing on the enemy's head. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> uh, but it's a huge cinematic and then it rolls in the corner a roulette of the other three characters, the other two characters in your party, and you mash a button to do another big cinematic with them. And then it plays that, and you keep hitting the button to re-roll it, so you can keep comboing more and more of these. But each one's like 10 to 15 seconds a piece, so you're just watching the same cinematic over and over again. So and how does it compare to Xenoblade Chronicles 3? It's a lot worse. Okay. It's a lot worse. That is, like that is a lot also of... able to be described similarly to what Right, but each said. character has a different, um, like, bonuses and stuff they do and have fun voice lines. It's like this saying the... yippee. Yes. Yeah. This no, has none of that charm. It's literally just like, I don't know, watch the same thing. I've been punching three times. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it, like I said, no, no, like, stats you're adjusting or anything. Just hope that it'll roll. Like, it's a random roulette. So just hope that it rolls and you can keep going not really thinking <laughs> yeah uh so that's a little rough having the two times speed multiplayer makes the game playable because <laughs> before that oh my god this is the slowest game imaginable <laughs> <laughs> i told bob this game should have 120 frames per second mode and then just show every frame but run it insanely fast so that way it looks weirdly jittery but also smooth at the same time that's <laughs> that speed up mode yeah, it does. Yeah. It just needs to display every frame mm -hmm. on a high frame, frame rate TV so that way it does fuck you up. What do you mean PC has 120 frames per second? I'm about to go do the unthinkable. <laughs> yeah, apparently the the PS the PlayStation version is like the worst version of this right now. The, yeah, because the, that's a part of the era of Square where they would do three different platform releases of a thing and just keep improving it, never backport any of the improvements. Yeah. Mm. Like uh, in this version, they added the job system that they did in the international release back on the PS2 in Japan. Yeah. Um, but you cannot change the job after you select it. That's something you can do in the Switch and Xbox versions. I thought they backported that thing specifically. Nope. nope. Wait, they, people are saying they didn't chat? I couldn't find okay. anywhere. Okay. Thank God. I think it's I not until later in the game. I think you don't get it in any version until later. But not the 60 frames per second. They didn't backport that. Okay, so that explains why I don't know why, why some things are and are not there. Right, because you'd think of the two of those things to get backported. The frame rate would be a little bit easier than the mechanical mm -hmm. things like changing, but what do I know? I, don't, uh, I didn't make Final Fantasy XII. <laughs> oh, God. I also... There's like a super weapon you can get uh, if you beat this two demon walls that are like stopping you from going a certain direction. And they're really tough bosses. Like one's not one's optional. And you can just skip it. So I like grinded and be able to actually beat this dude. And then I find out it's a random chance of that sword being in the chest you unlock. 
and you just need to keep re-rolling it, keep rolling back there until the chest respawns, which it might do sometimes. So you're fighting a boss to get it to spawn a chest that's supposed to have the sword in it. Yes. It has a chance, it to, has have a chance to have the Instead sword. Instead of them just giving you a fucking sword because you beat this optional boss. Uh-huh. And you also have to walk down like three hallways past the you optional know, boss. You know, at this exact moment, the Saw films are taking off in history, and I feel like they were a little inspired. Um, but then I found out, oh, it's just not in there. Uh, this version took it out. What? Yeah. So instead, I literally got a random one-time use spell. <laughs> Was it a good spell? No. <laughs> it's something called Scathe. I don't even know what it does. Well, scathe, clearly. Yeah, I guess. Scathing is the look I gave the game. When... <laughs> yes. But uh, fucking Jesus Christ. What do you... Yeah. So I'm just so... not going to interact with that side of the game ever again if I continue to play it. But that's the last thing I did. And I was like, this is an... Un unbelievably yeah. upsetting because i need to grind a good bit to actually be able to beat that boss like it was, it's not easy that's really weird i think somebody had scathe in 10 that yeah. sounds i'm not surprised i feel like it was something or I'd no seen. i think might have been in 14 i think that's on the black man rotation in 14 mm. but it's been a long time so anyway uh <laughs> <sighs> That's all I got to say about that. I hope to go back to it and finish it this time, but we'll see. There's other video games this year that I need to get through. Yeah? Is yeah. that so? Mm-hmm. Like Star Wars Jedi Survivor, which I'm still liking a lot, but I have to unfortunately start the crash count. What? Oh, no! Mm. No! Wait, how many months has it been? Two? Three? Something. Yeah. It's, yeah. It came out. It came out at the very end of April. So yeah, yeah so we're almost at three. three. So I had two hard crashes. Both of them resulted in me losing like ten minutes of progress. So not like huge, but enough to be really annoying. Mm -hmm. um, the the first one, I could tell the game was just like screeching to a halt <laughs> before the gears grinding, and it's he, like because uh, you you open a chest and it'll normally be like, oh, this is what you got from the chest. You go unlock a shortcut, it'll be like, oh, a shortcut's unlocked. And like that big screen and pop up. So I open a chest, nothing. <laughs> I then walk down the hallway, and it's like, you unlocked a shortcut. And then it's like, you also opened a chest, and then the whole game crashed. <laughs> Wait a minute, you're just what? <laughs> the whole game that shortcut was, of course, back to the checkpoint. So I had to go everything up to the checkpoint. Jesus. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um. So that's not good. No, it's not. By the way, uh, I'm going to keep the crash counter on screen from now on whenever you talk about this game. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, they, they keep adding mobility stuff. So now I have air dashes. And I'm just like, man, this is really becoming like Prince of Persia. Like PS, PS, PS2 one. I'm like, man, why don't they make more of like cool platforms like this? That's really neat. I, I'm having a lot of fun with this stuff. And they added puzzles where you BT1 your little robot. He shoots goo. Like you have to literally, there's lasers to shoot out in certain puzzle rooms. You shoot the goo onto the laser and then it ignites the goo and you have to like draw that over to a place that can blow something up. Every time I've done this, it's felt a little wonky and it's always been like the worst part of a puzzle because mm. it's just like, Guess which thing you need to drag this to. I'm like, okay. I don't like this game, but sure. sure. 
So you need you need to get the the laser in the puzzle to ignite the goo, and you drag the goo that's on fire to a thing. Yes, because you draw the line. So the the line of goo you shoot out goes from the laser to whatever you're trying to blow up. Uh huh. Yeah. How many how many ways of producing lasers do you have on your person? Oh, but this is a special laser. Is it? Yes, it is. It's it's purple and and weird. It's a look. It's not a lightsaber. Shut up. This it, this stuff can burn through stuff. The lightsaber can't because it's some crazy new matter that's around this world. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, those are not good puzzles. Every time I come into one, I've been stumped for a minute. I've been like, this is this isn't fun and just kind of annoying <laughs> you're obviously just an idiot obviously um side quests continue to be really neat in this mm-hmm. uh a lot of times they'll just talk to a person they'll be like oh this is there's a rumor about this happening and they'll highlight a section of map that says rumor and then you just go investigate it you don't need to go like go back to them or anything to turn in on a side quest it's just no you did something out there uh which is cool and there'll be a lot of times be brand new areas you're exploring with new enemies and everything like oh yeah i found a boss here it was similar to other bosses i fought but he had his own name and personality and that was neat bob that is a thing video games should do that you just described (laughs) it seems bizarre that you thought this was a outlier and you should describe it as such um but yeah, really enjoying that. Need to. I, I'll probably finish it before next week. It's it is pretty long. I hit the point where it was like, oh, it's certainly ending soon, and I was like, no, there is another act, <laughs> which is always fun. Um, one other thing. This isn't a game, but I had to get ready for other games. So I watched Johan the Parahit Parahelion Sunshine in the Mirror, the the the, the anime that's going to have that Inti Creates game based on it. That's that is based on that uh, Love Live Sunshine spinoff. What podcast did I wake up in? I don't know. I think am I having a stroke? Do you hear we it can't too? Both be having a stroke. So <laughs> is he having a stroke? Not unless you buy me a drink first. Oh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you were saying so. <laughs> this anime is really weird. Okay. It's a fantasy setting, but seemingly only aesthetically. Like they what? still they still have like modern accommodations, like trains and everything, but magic doesn't magic seems like something that is real but is not used by people. It's like the main character gets a magic rod at the end of the first episode, and that seems really like not something that should happen in this universe. Hmm. But they have talking animals that are huge. Like hmm. one of the main characters, a gigantic talking wolf. Um, and they still have their their substitute for Tokyo, and it feels like it's just a regular world, but everyone cosplays all the time. Like that's what it feels like. I feel like that's the vibes that a uh, Final Fantasy thirteen three would have had if it got a sequel. <laughs> I feel like thirteen four would have been like, yeah, it's Paris, but like, there's a fucking bomb over there. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch is dressed like a cosplayer. <laughs> So I've only been to watch two episodes. The third one's out, but I didn't have time. Okay. This is really weird. I don't know how they're going to make an anti-craze game about this and have it make any sense. I don't see the problem. Cool. <laughs> Fair. 
That's it. That's everything. That's everything you played? Yeah. Hey, Agro. Hey. How's it going? What have you been playing? I have been chugging uh, the four-button combo that is Final Fantasy 16. Hey, it's one button four times. It's but no, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's one button two four times and then four times triangle. each interleave. <laughs> unless unless you hit the dodge with the ring on, and then then it's a different rhythm. Oh, um, so you are using the berserker ring? Oh yeah, no, it's the best. Is it his fucking? It's just like, like being on fire and sliding across in slow motion is the coolest fucking like thing my in the fucking world. Watch goes off. It's like Amber Alert, and I'm like, up oh, R one. No matter where that's happening, I'm gonna dodge. Yeah, that, that's fucking, that fucking dodge is like a fucking crock pot. You tap the button anywhere, anywhere in the fine quarter of an attack coming near you and you fucking you're covered yeah no it's it went on and it never came off yep yep so that's cool uh what do you what are you doing side content wise like your side quests i got to a point before uh bahamut okay where i i did a main quest and there were two more side quests in the village and I went, I've, I've run back and forth across this fucking place. <laughs> Too many, honestly, you know what broke me? Yeah. What, what broke Which me one? for side quests? Which one? Was, um, well, no, um, the hideaway. I understand. That place is designed like the MMO city on your faction that no one goes to. Yeah, that's, that's all I could think playing it, too. Of just like, <laughs> you've made this wrong in such a way, I do not want to explore it ever. And yet. Yeah, it, it really... It really <laughs> Like I did every side quest, and every time one would be in the backyard, the arb, the arb, you know, the arboreum, I'd be like, "Why'd you design this map this way? It's just yeah. wrong." Yeah, that that actually is the one that gets me the most out of all of them. I'm gonna be honest; and, I spent most of this game gaslighting myself and be like, "Clearly, I'm shitty at walking around <laughs> the side of way." And no final, like no part of Final <laughs> Fantasy 14 has a map this bad. Like mm -hmm. none of the cities are laid out this badly. None of them. Yeah, like there's stuff that's far apart, but there's like separate hubs of stuff that's like like we finished the story thing and we're going to spawn you in Clive's room. You you need to go over to Otto. You're 15 feet away from him. But guess how far you're going to have to run, <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. Right. It, yeah, feel, somehow it, it feels that, like yeah. it needs warp points inside of this. It's like a Mega Man Battle that, Network circle. <laughs> but it's not actually very big. It's just laid out. Yeah, 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 no, you just need the circle on both sides of this solid wall so Clive can stand on it and then network <laughs> transmit to the other side and now it's half as long a journey. I like this game. I really yeah. do. I need like a, a fucking remake of it. <laughs> game came out last... I need, I need some of that ago. Jim Ryan money. Yeah. <laughs> You know, there's there's this weird. It, it really does feel like because apparently this game on the story end was entirely done two years ago, because um, the voice actor for Lord Byron passed in that year. Mm. Oh, wow! So like they haven't and 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 Yoshi P even said, yeah, we finished recording all the dialogue in 2021. So I'm really curious, like what stories about the development of this game will come out because it just seems bizarre. Oh, I would love for that to happen. I wish, in a sense, I wish this was an American company so we would definitely get the skinny because mm -hmm. you see that all the time where it's just like, guess what management told us? Yeah. But with Japanese developers, it's a lot less like snitchy <laughs> yeah. in that regard. Um, I think for the side quests, I actually got a little bit further than Bahamut mm -hmm. with doing those, and then and then. And then it sort of set in. 
sometimes with the I, I feel like maybe I mentioned this on a prior big think or maybe it was off content. Some of the side quests will actually tell you something interesting about the world building. Yeah, no, which and is and it's completely random which one. Yeah, no, that's the horrifying yeah. part. That's yeah. why I've been doing them because I'm like, some of these are great and you learn cool things. And sometimes you yell at a little girl until she cries. And <laughs> There's no way to tell, and I'm just going to yeah. spend the rest of this game being pissed that I'm going to miss out <laughs> on cool shit because I don't want to eat that much fucking oatmeal. Um, Sometimes you're this person's like, listen, we don't got enough dirt in town. <laughs> Go outside of town and get me three piles of dirt. And then Clive's like, okay, I think I can do that. And then Clive goes and he picks up the dirt and he comes back and he's like, in time immemorial, we used to get a shard of the crystal because we were taxpayers. Things got tighter over time, and now not everyone gets one. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And sometimes they're like, thanks for the dirt. I love dirt. Yum, yum, dirt. <laughs> and then the quest ends, and I, I never know which is coming. So every time I just felt that anxiety of, you better tell me something fucking interesting. And then that clip you posted happened in one of the side quests. And I'm like, thank God I got to see it. Mm. This is the funniest moment in this game. We're not going to say what it is. But you can guess, listener, if you played Final Fantasy. <laughs> like sometimes you do a quest where like, hey, this guy's missing. You go like, oh, he's dead. <laughs> and sometimes you do a quest where like, hey, this guy's missing. And oh, he's dead. Oh, well, that's fucking it. Summon the entire town. We're going to war. Yeah, sometimes it's that. Is there any follow-up on that? No. <laughs> <laughs> It's Don't really... worry, it's followed up in another side quest because uh, a little bit past where you are, they start dropping them like 12 at a time on you. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I may pick it out from the crowd. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel like... I wanted to say two things about this game real quick okay. uh, before moving on. One is that <laughs> I got to a part where I'm like, oh, um, I wonder which part of this game Platinum worked on. Uh <laughs> It's really hard to tell. It's so hard to tell. And two, I, I've been seeing discourse about this game being full of, of, of Kingdom Hearts bullshit. And a lot of people are are leaping uh, frothingly to its defense of like, oh, the, you know, the way people defend Kingdom Hearts. Because a lot of people bag in Kingdom Hearts for all the wrong reasons. And da-da-da-da-da-da-da. I'm here to unequivocally state this game is full of Kingdom Hearts bullshit because <laughs> a thing will happen and the characters will walk off frame. And over there is some guy in a hood Watching mysteriously. Yeah. Like that's, you cannot deny that that is straight up Kingdom Hearts shit. See, I couldn't, but that's not what they mean. I, I know. I'm worried that sometimes it is and it's all getting mixed up together. <laughs> See, it's I like, was like, it's like where I, I want to be like, sometimes Final Fantasy 16 gets really into just yelling extremely meaningless platitudes at each other. And I would associate that as Kingdom Hearts bullshit, but you can't explain, no, I mean this very narrow thing that happens a lot in Kingdom Hearts is also happening here. People just assume you mean something entirely different. Mm -hmm. See, early on with the demo, I, I, I had that split where I was like, okay, someone in a hood, seemingly. And if you haven't played the demo, um, I'm sorry you don't own a PS5. I'll play the fucking button for you. But if you do own a PS5 and you haven't played the demo and you care about the spoiler, what the fuck are you doing with your life? It's a free fucking demo. <laughs> Boy, the demo that came out. God, when did this game come out? It's like three weeks ago. Something Whatever. Like you should have found the time. Anyways, I'm playing the demo and the fucking hooded guy psychically dominates my main character. I'm like, okay, is this going to be Final Fantasy VII or Kingdom Hearts or neither, please? Uh, because I would like to have its own identity and thing. And then pleasantly, it, it did not distinctly go down either of those two paths that is doing its own sort of thing. Uh, thank God. <laughs> 
Also, in this case, because of the team that worked on it, it's Final Fantasy XIV bullshit, because they have their own entire faction of hooded guys. <laughs> I hear there's an original thing in fourteen. I hear that happens, right? Well, Spider-Man yeah, shows up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's lots of great original things. I'm going to stop playing the song now. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm glad you're enjoying the game. Mm-hmm. I really, I really wish I could lend my PS5 to my brother. Oh, fuck. Wait, did I just talk about fucking Final Fantasy 16 without hitting the game code provided by Square Enix button? I can't believe I did that. Bob and I, we have a gag order. It's called a free copy of this game. <laughs> we have to say that everywhere we go. I can't even check out at Publix without letting them know. People move into the neighborhood. I have to greet them at their door and go. I was given a free game a copy of Final Fantasy <laughs> the Mark of Cain. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I'm glad you're enjoying it. I really wish I could lend my brother my PS5 and just let him play through it, but here's the problem. That's how I play VR games that are good. <laughs> right? I mean, it's got a pretty long cable, that headset does. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> that is very true. I, I, I need you to understand how close I get every day to like I'll, I'll my ps5s across the room and I he's gonna talk it. about wearing the headset while taking a shit yes <laughs> i knew it i fucking I, I just, knew I keep it. looking at the cable thinking i fucking knew it that'll probably reach i fucking knew it hmm. <laughs> you know on pc uh <laughs> what what i really can't figure out is like which vibe would be better like, do I want to play Puzzling Places and have a, a, a contemplative mellow experience? Uh -huh. or, or do I want to play Pistol Shit? God. <laughs> if, well, I mean, if you get a PC VR headset, you could have some VR chat. <laughs> As a <anime> girl. <laughs> oh, uh, stop. Just stop. I think at the point at which I also bring my mic in, it, now it's a fetish. Like, it's <laughs> yeah, not a wacky thing I did. That's fair. It, it's a part of my personality that yeah, is diagnosed. Yeah, <laughs> openly. You ever get diagnosed on an open forum? Like, everyone just goes, look at him. I don't want to show up on a YouTube compilation of VR chats. <laughs> um, God damn it, Agro. <laughs> God damn it. Well, never going to aggro's to try a VR game. <laughs> Did you play anything else? Nope. Yeah, that's understandable. Yep. Yeah. Uh, aggro and I have had numerous conversations of, hey, remember during the first couple of years, a big thing where I go, I didn't play anything this week. There was no time. Yeah, he's living that a little bit. Yeah. Hey, Chris, what you been playing? So Bob spoke moments ago about how he wanted to finish Final Fantasy XII in order to, uh, you know, have a greater view of the franchise as a whole in light of Final Fantasy XVI. Like, you don't want to have any holes in your right knowledge of the modern franchise. Like, I haven't played two or three, and I don't give a shit. Oh. They're Famicom games. Who fucking cares? <laughs> Saga fans. <laughs> So I he decided question, I'm going to beat Final Fantasy 13. I've never done that. Uh, I never even got very far. I was not ready 
I hmm. wasn't prepared. Like everybody says, Final Fantasy 13 is really linear. Oh, it's a hallway. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, people, you can also kind of say Final Fantasy 10 is a hallway. You know, some people, no. Yeah. No. No, it's a different no. league. No. It's, oh, yeah. As, as Thor High Heel says, it is a highway. It is a hallway that goes through the world's most beautiful seventh gen skyboxes. That's the game, the whole game. Hmm. You I, just get to see cool like, environmental art as you walk down a I mean, oh. Even that, even that is overselling Final Fantasy 13. <laughs> the air the areas in Final Fantasy 13 are probably four times longer than they should be, all of them. Hmm. But like the there's multiple points. So the multiple points. No, it isn't. <laughs> what? I love the art design in 13. It, I love the, uh Bulbasaur that is it. just in the game. Some of it is good, but then but the second air okay. You have the really fucking way too long opening segment on the highway. That's fine. Uh-huh. Then you have the way too fucking long segment in the crystal sea that you're uh -huh. running around. That's yeah. very cool. Then you spend five fucking hours in a junkyard. Okay. Nothing happens. There isn't any impressive bosses. You're, many, many times I went, they fucking copy pasted this chunk that was from two hours ago and just stuck it here again. Well, I just don't know what to tell you, Chris. I was very impressed when I first played this game in 2010, and I haven't gone back to check since. It definitely was worth my $60 for, for about 14, 17 hours, and then I quit because I don't um, like the mechanics of the battle system. This game looks insane at 4K. Hell yeah, it does. I think you could argue that no game ever, in fact, needs to look better than this. I do that probably, all the time. We yep. should probably bring it back so that Final Fantasies can have like scope and breadth of content again. Hey, guess what? If uh, fucking Harvestella had budget, it literally would look like 13 because it has 13 art design all <laughs> over it. And it looks amazing in 4K for the oh character models. Can you imagine 4K Shadow Assassin? <laughs> I can. I do that once or twice a day. <laughs> um... I have no idea what the development of this game is like, so this, is just, this isn't even me guessing at it. This is what playing it feels like to me so far. Okay, shoot. It feels like they spent a lot of fucking time not making any progress, realized how much not progress they had made, and went, cut what we have into something kind of the shape of Final Fantasy X and push it out. And put a guy with a horse mask on it. I... It's always like astonishing when I see clip pictures of 13 as a PS2 as game. As a PS2 game. Yeah, this game yeah, spent about 6 years in development. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it it's crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah, cuz this would have been the team from Final Fantasy 10 after mm -hmm. they cuz a different yep. team made 12. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. But like it's linear in the same way the Crystarium is just a shittier version of the Sphere Grid. Yeah, that's what I hear. I've never played ten. <laughs> um, how we ragged on final? We've ragged on Final Fantasy sixteen quite a bit for like it. It doesn't let you get stronger than exactly as strong as it wants you. Thirteen's also that way. Like it, it's like no, you walk down this hallway and there are three guys walking in a tight circle in this narrow hallway and you <laughs> fight them and then you keep going and they will respawn if you walk five miles in the other direction and then come back they will uh -huh. but that mm. is not feasible uh -huh. not for the amount not for the amount of especially since the game gates you on how far you can develop how far you can develop your characters at the points in the story like you don't get 
more of the Crystarium until you beat the bosses. Mm. Right, yeah. It unlocks. So even if you could, even if you could grind, it wouldn't do anything. Mm -hmm. And like, you don't have armor, you have accessories. We, we need to put some qualifiers on this. Now, we like to be transparent with our audience. And I think it's important for us to frame Chris's statements. Chris is still in the tutorial. How many hours in are you? <laughs> uh, 14, I think. Yeah. I'm on disc two. <laughs> fucking, I'm fucking 360 first. Oh, right. God, it did yeah, that. Because I'm, I'm playing on the, on the Xbox the series. Series X, yeah. It's that uh, classic but yeah, Final like, Fantasy feel. Not all, <laughs> like, there is... Like, not only that, there's barely been any, like, story. Like, I don't know what I'm do supposed to be doing or who the villain of this game is supposed to be. Like, uh, I think it's supposed to be the Pope, but he was on one news broadcast that was in one cutscene where he said a bunch of shit that sounded like George W. Bush. Pretty mm -hmm. sure the villain of that game is your sister getting laid? I don't, I don't know. It was, it was really complicated. There are a lot of emotions. <laughs> Hard to track exactly. Like, 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 you got dick and turned into a crystal. <laughs> Lightning is really funny. I didn't think that she would be as executed as perfectly as she is. Oh yeah, Lightning's yes. great. I don't know why people are upset. Nailed her. Everyone who's a Lightning <laughs> hater doesn't understand. It like it the, the moment when you get when you get Odin and she's like fuck you hope I'm gonna leave you. You're not a, you're you're not radicalized like me because she's going off to blow up Sanctum. Yeah. Because she's like fuck it. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take down the system. And he's, and then she had rushes back to save him from Odin is a very good moment. And boy, I wish the summons in this game were cool at all. The way they work mechanically is kind of bad. I remember they had sick they designs, but I can't. They do have really sick designs. They like do. Odin, like Shiva is the two sisters who turn into a motorcycle. Mm -hmm. um, Odin turns into Slepnir and then, and then Lightning rides him and uses his swords. Holy shit. So it, it's it's very cool. Real quick though, on the on the lightning thing, because I, I, I really want to say this, I want to get this out there. Both cloud and lightning are perfect representations in media of terrorists. <laughs> and the motivations to become a sort of terrorist for the greater good sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Because whereas Cloud has no self-identity modeled himself on some cool guy he met and is desperately trying to get women and doing it for money. Lightning is um, very radicalized. <laughs> um, fantastic job. <laughs> they, they really nailed it. Good but job. yeah, like the first, the first like 15 hours of this game, not only is there basically no story, they split up the four people in your party mm -hmm. and you mm -hmm. keep swapping between them. So you don't even have a full party. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah it's for, really like, frustrating. For any time. Like, and, and I'm like, guys, you could have just made the game 10 hours shorter, but I'm afraid that if they had done that, we might actually have been looking at Final Fantasy 13 hours. <laughs> <laughs> but like I, unless when we get, because I, I looked at the walkthrough and it seems like the game starts about three hours from where I am now. Like it was like, I just need to know when the characters meet up again and when it actually lets me use the fucking combat system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots of baffling choices happened, man. Yeah, also we were talking uh, before the podcast and Chris didn't realize how real the tutorial is 20 hours long with that game meme was. And I'm like, that's where the meme came from about RPGs. Except, yeah, like, but it, it it's not like Xenoblade 3 where they keep giving you tutorial stuff. No, right. 
it does have it, it, like with the gigantic amounts of time between it, like three hours, then there'll be another tutorial. Yeah, it, map. Yo, right. This is really obviously just egregious amounts of padding. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because yeah. every area actually has cut and pasted hallways. Like they just take a section from earlier in the map and put it again later. They do that in 12 it. a lot. Strangely, they like yeah. 12 is one of the yeah. worst features is we made bigger maps. We did that by using this one tiny map <laughs> repeated seven and, times. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 who knows how many times? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, it's uh, one thing. I, one thing. Yeah. It's it, it's like really obvious now that Final Fantasy VII remakes combat is an evolution of this. Like it's it's a clear line because because this has the ATV bars that fill up and let you do actions. Where characters are physically standing determines if they get hit, but you can't actually control that. I mean. You can move people in seven remake if in I could seven, do so if, that, if I could do that in thirteen. Oh my god, I might have finished the game. <laughs> I know. I'm I'm saying like it's an obviously an evolution, like because it's the same team also. Final yeah, Fantasy VII remake is mostly like, the thirteen team. I can't believe the Sager system is still being used today. Like, in my opinion, in old Final Fantasies, that is the kind of system that would change. Uh, like you would not be using that yeah, over and over again. Yeah, the first time we get that, right? I that think doesn't it happen in twelve or ten, right? No, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah there's it was no, weird there's when no it kept coming system back. in ten. It was weird um, when it kept coming back. Well, well, now that now that they have to be action games, they have to iterate on all that shit because you can't make an entirely new system of action combat for every <laughs> game. That's extremely expensive and hard to do. It's almost <laughs> like maybe this shit's just stuck to being turn based, so it could have different mechanics every time. Uh, yeah, like I, I again, fifteen hours, and I hardly feel like I can talk about it beyond the combat at the most basic level because it's like nothing has happened. Mm -hmm. I don't have. I don't. Not only do I not have any answers, I barely have questions. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> like. <laughs> what happens with Final Fantasy specifically is you get further out from an entry. Fans tend to rehabilitate the pub, like the public image of a game. Like people were really harsh on eight when it came out because it had a bunch of weird mechanics and different from seven. It's been mostly rehabilitated. Same thing for Final Fantasy X. Twelve happened a little bit, but nobody really gives a shit about twelve because of when it came out. Um, and I see people trying to do that with thirteen. Sometimes I'm like, no, guys, I'm sorry. Like this game would have to be the back half of this game would have to be like the hardest 10 I've ever played for me to be able to recommend it to people considering how the like the first half of it is. Yeah, I really feel like 13 lives on its art design. Like if you are just there to see new art, that's cool. Like, oh, yeah, and, it's and so you hard don't to see get enough of it. Love no, I'm not saying it's a, like a good pacing for that at all. I'm no. just like, that is what you get. Though. But that game's beautiful. Mm -hmm. That is one of the prettiest seven gen games. It, that's a very seventh gen paradigm. Yeah, it is. Isn't it? Isn't but this like, game pretty? But like Final oh, Fantasy X, to, to talk about like the linear the linearity in Final Fantasy X, you're told, okay, you're taking Yuna on a pilgrimage. And you're gonna go to these places, and you see like a world map at some point, I think, early on. I'm not gonna talk about it in detail, Dan. <laughs> but, but, but 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 it's like you you understand where you're going and the areas logically connect. In this, you just teleport. <laughs> Like you go through a big sci-fi looking door from a junkyard into a gigantic jungle. Okay, so you ready for some shit you're maybe not ready to deal with? 
Final Fantasy 13 should just be a Battle Network game because it's just in the fucking background dimension, walking on a hallway. That it, is really how it feels. Yeah. Yeah. And and man, like this combat really feels half baked. Yeah, it doesn't. I feel like it doesn't start working until you get the full part, like full party, and you have several paradigms to switch between. Right. But again, I haven't played this since it came out, so I don't. I can't even. Yeah, say that's a 30. thirteen year old opinion. Right. Like, it was like I remember it got kind of interesting once I got all that stuff, but leading up to that, I remember being significantly worse than having it. But there was yeah, an ivy sore. There was an ivy sore. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I, I, I actually just beat that ivy sore. That's where I am. Oh, congrats! I think that's right before I dropped the game. <laughs> That I I that that is why I had to go check like how long until this fucking game actually starts? Because I was feeling it. I'm like, okay, now I'm in an area that looks almost the same, but with the other group. Uh, thank God we're done like, with the junkyard. Daytime junkyard. <laughs> that's really how it I mean that they do that in the junkyard. Yeah, and then they do it accounting game three. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Ice cream parlor four. Yeah. So yeah, I I will finish it. I've I've gotten this far. Like I can't tap when I looked at the guide and I'm like, yeah, in in, in like one more. According to the chapters, I'm almost halfway through the game and nothing has fucking happened. Yeah. Fucking what? Yeah. Like literally nothing. I, I don't have any context for cocoon, this fucking world we're in. Mm -hmm. I don't know how it's structured. I don't know anything fucking about it. I don't know if it's like some weird ball floating over Grand Pulse or if it's a floating island or any fucking thing about it. They haven't told me any of that shit. Yeah, they're really bad at doling out information. That's, what, that's why people complain about the proper nouns in that, because they just don't show you things mm. and they don't tell you anything for hours. Yeah, I, like, I think I was talking yeah. about it before. Like, 16 implemented that whole, you could bring up the data log at any point. And I'm like, oh, are we just going to do 13 again? And it really wasn't that bad. No. It was like, they would say walooters or something and i would be like is this like coomers like what <laughs> then i would hold a button and it would be like yeah it's this nation i'm like okay they could oh you they called them something else in every conversation before this yeah there, there's there's uh -huh. icom and sanctum and i figured those out they they do right. a good enough job with those i assume that at the end i will still not really know what fal fal, fal c and lc are i knew I, what I, those I, were I, very certainly by the end of playing all three games oh my god <laughs> So I can't tell you about what it's like only playing one anymore. This, this sounds a lot like what watching uh, Reconquista in G was like. <laughs> one fear. <laughs> but yeah, like, I, I didn't think, even with their, all the shit I'd heard, I didn't expect to be like, this is, this is like as undone as 15 is. Like, it's just as embarrassingly unfinished as that. I Just feel in a like different way. I I mean I haven't beaten the game. I'm trying to make eye contact with Bob. I haven't beaten the game, but I assume I assume you don't feel the, the unfinished the, game story wise near. Yeah, the there's end. it's no there in no point does thirteen do the fifteenth thing of literally falling apart. Like, 15 just is not done and there's a clear breakoff point. That doesn't happen in 13. Like Yeah, because yeah, because they, they stuck 15 hours padding and stuff. Yeah, yeah, they they did. It's got a bunch of filler and, and padding and all that, but it's not just blatantly unfinished and there's no fight as bad as the Leviathan fight. Yeah, that, that'd be pretty hard. <laughs> yeah, that's a high bar. Be reasonable. <laughs> yeah, no, I... 
15 so unreasonable the, the, the though. Fight, the fight, the fight so far in 13 have been more like you're following a flow chart. Like switch to the paradigm to buff yourself and debuff the enemy. Mm-hmm. Switch to the paradigm to start the combo. Switch to the paradigm to, to boot ju- juice the combo. If you need to heal, switch to the paradigm to heal, and then just and just do that. Most yeah. of the time, you can keep mashing the auto button, which sucks. Yeah, it does suck. If that combat I, system was better, I would have beaten that game. I kind of like the fact that they keep changing who your focus character is, even in the yes. story and giving little insights into their thought. That would be really cool in a game that was done. Uh, but I played another Final Fantasy game also. Oh, goddamn. Shit, shit. Uh, real <laughs> quick, like, I'm going to squeeze this in here before, so that way I don't have to fucking remember later. I saw a lot of people blow up on why the fuck haven't you played 10? Let me explain. You know that thing he just talked about with every time a new Final Fantasy comes out, people look at the latest one and they're like, this fucking sucks. Those were way better. Everyone, everyone did that for the first time. Like, literally everyone did that for the first time with 10. And since I had been playing final fantasy since one i basically went yeah i guess i have enough (laughs) like it wasn't a i looked at 10 and was like fuck this game it was just like i didn't go out of my way to play it because i had so many other final fantasies that i hadn't beaten Well, dan i have good news for you that it's free on my on sony's fucky wucky tier (sighs) oh great i have that tier (laughs) because i fucky wucked up (laughs) uh but I, but I also am like, you know what? I'll also replay nine because I haven't done that in twenty years. That I really want to do that. Un- that game looks unfucking real. Yeah, that game looks insane. Like no fucking wonder Final Fantasy Nine has as many shooters as it does. It looks like this on the PS fucking one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that thing's incredible. It's a little nuts. It going back to that thing I've talked about, where like you can't make a a, a mod, like you couldn't do a AAA remake of Final Fantasy Nine. You couldn't. Like, the first three hours would cost $200 million. Yeah, they're incredible, aren't they? (laughs) (laughs) Boy, I'd sure like to go back to fixed fucking camera angles. Yeah, it'd be neat if we could just get some games with great stories that look great and have neat designs, and you just keep moving through them, and you don't have to put filler content to keep me from going fast enough to get the... uh, uh. Like, you get all these unbelievably good-looking models so fast. You get all these unbelievably good-looking pre-rendered backgrounds so fast. Mm-hmm. It's just... God damn. Final Fantasy IX is a game that looks so good that my brother got a PS2 at launch and genuinely, like, we had those other launch titles to just look at and rent from Blockbuster, and I don't even remember if he owned a single PS2 game because Nine looks so good that we were just like, yo, Final Fantasy IX, like, loads fast at all now. This console's amazing. <laughs> yeah, oh, it, God, that's, that the should... part, yeah. that's the roughest part. Yeah, that's the roughest part of nine. And if that remake seems to be real, and assuming they don't fuck it up somehow and be like, we tried to make it cost as much money as Trials of Mana, which you can't fucking do. Um, <laughs> we just re redid the phone version again. Have fun going through all of nine circular staircases with eight directional movement. You fucks. <sighs> Oh, that's how that's how it is on PlayStation fucking four. Also, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's 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 the phone one, and I hate but, it. Like the only thing, the only thing you really need to fix is like get rid of the thing where they show the thing you're fighting from eight angles because they need to load. It's uh-huh. so cool, but yeah, I get it. Yeah, 
<laughs> like it was it was my first Final Fantasy, so that's how long battles take to start for me. So every other game I'm like, wow, this is really snappy. <laughs> <laughs> I've never I don't think I've ever heard you say that was your first Final yeah, Fantasy. Yeah, you, you already talked you always talked about how much you liked it, but I didn't know it was oh, your yeah, first. No, I, I had no I, I admit that all the time. I had no Yeah. I, what, what I'm used to talking to Zoomers and they're like, 10's my first. So I'm like, yeah, you're a baby. I don't fucking... You're my age and 9 is your first. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. My God. Is, isn't that fucking unreal that like, because 12 released in such a weird period that basically nobody played it on the PS2. Yeah. For like a, a 10 year span of time, people's first Final Fantasy was 10. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, almost like they shouldn't spend forever making these games. We should have almost we like- should have more than one Final Fantasy on the PS4, and hopefully we will on the PS5. I I don't see unless in, in unless they unless they do with that thing we talked about. It's like we're also shipping on the Switch too. I mean, I think there's legit a possibility where they're like the next one's turn based because it's the only way we can shake the accusations from the haters. <laughs> I think it's a smart. I, I mean, business also move. that would. Also, like Final Fantasy 16 started development in like 2017, uh-huh. so the entire turn-based genre rising from the fucking ashes like a yeah. phoenix hadn't happened yet. Uh, also, one more thing about 13: it's just bizarre to see mechanics that in this that I had played from other games, like that the, the 13 obviously caused to happen in other games. Like I found myself doing so in in Trails of Cold Steel. fuck that in all four of those games you get an enormous advantage if you walk into an enemy from behind Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i would do this thing where it's like well the the area they can aggro is actually pretty small especially in the first two because they were on the fucking vita so i would aggro them walk out of their range they turn off and start to go back to their default position and then i just run into them from behind i'm doing that in 13 also yeah yeah I think that was in Persona 3, but you could you had a button to attack. Well, Persona 3 is such a late PS2 game that it came out at the same time. <laughs> I know PS no, that Persona was 4. 4. That's Persona that? 4. Persona 3 came out a couple of years earlier. <laughs> uh, let's see. I played one other thing. I played Blaster Master Zero 3. Jeez. I streamed all of that. That game's really fucking long for a Blaster Master Zero game. That game's mm. like nine and a half hours long. Yeah, that is weird for Blaster Master. <laughs> now, granted, one of those was me spending like a solid hour trying to beat the final boss or what is functionally the final boss because it does the thing where it's like, here's some unbelievably fucking difficult nightmare. And then there's there's the story final boss that's way easier. Mm. Yeah. I That game feels cheaper than Blaster Master Zero 2. But it has a really great ending, so I'm going to give it a pass. Cool. I sure wish that they had just included the Japanese voices in these games. Because if you buy the physical Japanese, the physical version in Japan that has English text, it also has Jap- a Japanese dub. There is no English dub. But, oh. but they didn't even... Why wouldn't they include that? I guess you'd have to pay I, the actors, maybe. But that's I think it really might weird. have happened after three came out, and they just never ported it back into the uh, earlier versions. All right, you'd think they at least sell DLC for that, if that yeah, was the case. Yeah, you would think. Weird. Yeah, that's bizarre. Yeah, I find it very difficult to see how this isn't Inti Create's best franchise. 
Yeah. Because it, I mean, it is right now, good. and all I have left to do is Oscar Striker Gunvolt and, and fucking Curse of the Moon, but I hate Curse of the Moon too, so it's already fucking failed. Right, it's yeah, half and, and half. Hazard Striker has like the weird spinoff thing. Or you, I see we're going to do that too. Luminous Avenger. Yes, I'm, I'm going to yeah, play nine Luminous Avenger. X. It's just X, I think. Luminous Avenger X 1 and 2. And then Oscar Striker Gunvolt 1 through 3. But uh, I'm, I am taking a break from Inti Creates games for a while after this because... Well, I want to end it when Yohane in the deep blue Parley Hellion thing comes out. And that doesn't come out till November. You got to watch the anime so you know. <laughs> also, also, it's going to be a cold day in hell when I pay full price for Oscar Striker Gunvolt 3. Yeah, that being yeah. 30 bucks is wrong. Uh, we talked about Final Fantasy 13, but we didn't say the name Saz once. I just figured I, I would say that. Yeah, I was like, I don't know if he's S really had much with Saz yet. Saz is cool. I, he has. I, okay. Saz is pretty great. I'm pr I'm a pretty big. F I like all the characters. I just wish the story was there more so they could do things. Like I think mm -hmm. all of them yeah. are pretty interesting. I think Troy Baker does a great job as a dirt bag as Snow. Um, yeah, everybody loves Snow. Snow's so likable and fun. What a great guy. So, so there's all those flashbacks. They like end every chapter with a flashback to the town right before the events of the game start. Mm. And uh -huh. I just kept thinking of a uh, fucking days gone where you flash back to Deacon and his wife. Because <laughs> you oh flash back to, to Snow talking with um, Sarah. I, now I'm trying. Something in 16 made me think of Days Gone. What I is don't even know what. <laughs> the scars we bear. <laughs> oh my god. But it, but I, I did keep going. Man, the Snow has a really great dirtbag voice. Who's voicing him? Oh right, it's Troy Baker. Yeah, famous Spider-Man actor from the game. Played that really cool CEO everyone loves. Did you play anything else, Chris? No, that's it. I ah, guess it's time. Yeah, it's Dan, time what is it time for? Fucking Pablo! Ah! Oh, fuck. Oh. Fuck? I'm in distress. The Pod Lords. Yes, that's right. Oh, fuck. It's a Pod Lords. Podlords such as BN12. I'll have you know Ely Broyles added me over this turn of events. <laughs> Ely Broyles. <laughs> when I turn around, freeze. You moved. No, you moved. No, you moved. No, you moved. No, oh, God. No. Is that the actual child? Yes. The oh, that's, that's so much worse. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> oh, this is demon spawn. <laughs> Red Blaze 27, Suzu Shiro. What do you mean they made an Atelier Ryza anime? You're gonna make this your father name and no picks? Are you serious? We are owed thighs. We are did owed they, thighs. Even I don't remember. I guess they did. I, I guess think it's it currently started. going or something. I think it just started like last week. <laughs> one or one shades of wonderful remastered. W wait a second is this gonna be like a fucking surf dracula or whatever where it's just like you don't get to see the thighs until the end of the song oh, no. 
That's not how it works with anime. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's true. WTF, Spider-Man. Mr. I like spam. My honest reaction to the outcome of Microsoft versus the FTC. Yep. DFW3K. Muckbun. Shiny Bew. Kristen. Kyle Bjork. She comes to you politely asking for a treat. Do you give her one? Yeah, of course. What am I, a monster? Why would I not? What a cutie. Monster Hunter Ryzen and Raiden. It's my birthday tomorrow. Fun fact, Dr. Horrible came out when I was eight and I'm turning 23. My back hurts. I'm so old. <laughs> that fact was not all that fun for us. No, that's... Happy birthday. <laughs> Cooper Tank. And now the stars of this podcast shall sing the oh, national anthem. No. Oh, God. Come that's... on. Oh, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, they're not actually going to make that, right? <laughs> <laughs> they better not. Moon Muse Entertainment Studio. Indigo Sykes. Drive Typecast back from L.A. I'm hearing like Duke Nukem music in my head. <laughs> Congratulations, Aegis. Please make your anthem work it out from Sonic R. <laughs> I scream, you scream, we all scream for Horace Showpony. Uh, um, uh, scoop. How many bullets did I fire into you? <laughs> A raccoon looking at all the news that happened this week and isn't sure how to feel about all of it. AG's Bills tried to murder them. Capital M. Murder. Yeah, yeah. I, I get it. Yeah. Them at the end of Pride Month. Very unhappy. Shinji16 would like to remind you that this image contains public information you should put to good use. By the way, that's available on last week's episode. <laughs> the Super Mim. Once the writers are all home, oh, actually, it's here right here. But, anyways, and once the writers are all homeless, we'll use the bee gun. <laughs> we'll bring out our gun that shoots bees and shoot bees at them. <sighs> Is this really his plan? Is it? Sarlene. Timothy Fister. Dude! New Asherah's rat game is awesome! Now with the picture. <laughs> we deserve that. Cleochrome. Krungle Spum. This film is going to be a cultural reset. I don't. What, it, what is the film? It's Barbie. Barbie. Barbie? Yeah, it's a Ken thing. Uh, uh, Simu Lee said he's the Kenergizer bunny, so then everybody put that as the. Harasser versus <laughs> Ryan Gosling saying, You're kinup. <sighs> Bad 
that horse made everybody his one-two bitch. <laughs> uh, 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 simple, effective. Like, uh huh. I'd like bad horse to trample horse show pony to death. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Finally closing on a house. Gotta drop down a tier. Be back in 15 years. Fair. <laughs> oh. good, good luck. You'll need it. Yeah. What do you mean? Red versus blue final season is retconning seasons 14 through 17 and zero while getting Bernie and Matt back as a writer and director. It has never been so good. <laughs> None of those words mean anything to me at all. I am so fucking hyped for this shit. That trailer ruled. I wish all AI bros thinking that stealing voice actor work is okay. A very get sued into the ground. You will not be missed. And dog. She has some health problems, but she's full of love. Aww. Thank Aww. you very much to our dog lords. Good thief. Thank you, dog, dog lords. Thank you, dog lords. If you'd like to become a dog lord, go to your local pound and adopt a pound puppy right now. They need yeah. your help. Nobody yeah. else will. No, nobody else will do this. It's They're all villains. You. You're the only good guy. <laughs> uh, but if you'd like to become a pod lord, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gvpodcast. For as little as $5 a month, you get access to many benefits, such as early access to Chugging Bleach and Pokemon Go to the Movies, our two monthly anime review podcasts. You also get extended content from other shows we do when indeed such content exists for you to be given. You get a patron-exclusive content, such as shows sometimes, and commentary tracks fucking constantly, <laughs> where we review uh, terrible, horrible things that nobody should ever watch, like Dr. Horrible Sing-Along blog. A, a, a short film to my understanding about Joss Whedon being an incel um, <laughs> you also get a movie Isolation 119 the only place on the internet you can watch this film about a man trying to solve the injuring of his brother but in, <laughs> but all he actually does is get drunk and get into fights with the locals it's that's so patreon.com slash gb podcast if you don't have any money it always helps immensely to rate us on Thursdays tell your friend rate us on your podcasting app of choice or like this video on YouTube that's patreon.com slash GV podcast. Uh, first bit of news, very hard hitting. I just want to show you guys uh, some facts real quick. I have some statistics. Uh, Bob, do you have any reaction to uh, these statistics? I uh, so I have a chart. <laughs> this, is, this is what it looks like. As you can see here at the bottom, I am 409% at 1,200 calories. Bob, you are 10 let me. Let, I do not have an Apple Watch. <laughs> it cannot track what I do at all. Uh huh. It's like you walked up and down the stairs. <laughs> I do not need to respond to these allegations. Also, I woke up before podcast today. You woke up at eight in the morning or something. <laughs> I, I really enjoy how you've taken this tool for discipline and self improvement, and and are using it to oppress Bob. <laughs> The fucking phone's like... You, if you had friends, they would be here. And I'm like, Bob, friend me. I know you don't have a watch. I just want to see what it does. And it's like, this this fucking slob of a human being only burned 10 calories. And I'm like, honestly impressive. Right? How That's... can you only burn 10 calories? That doesn't even make sense. Like, you, you would have to have, like, slipped the bonds of samsara and become one with everything. <laughs> Which good job, man. Not everyone yeah, can do job. that. Yeah. Awesome. Way to, way to shut down your, your body's attachment to the process of 
generating heat <laughs> right. from biological necessity. <laughs> Bob's kept together just by sheer covalent bonds and magnetism. He doesn't need anything else functioning. Bob's more a structure than a man. Uh, okay, first bit of news. It's very simple, but very funny. Craig Mazin, uh, writer of The Last of Us show and Scary Movie 3 and 4, wants out of his credit on the Borderlands film because it has spent, what is it now? How many years are we up to? Two, two I think. Two whole years since filming finished and it has been post-production hell oh this God. whole time. Change directors. New director is, uh, let me get After the name. filming's done, the yeah. director. Yeah, they wow. changed directors. New director is the uh, Deadpool guy. Ooh. Okay. Mm. I mean, that's the pony you'd want for a Borderlands movie. So, I feel like it's way too late for that, though. It does feel like it's way too late. I don't know, though. The, the WGA actually did change his credit. Which is weird. What's next? We're going to take his name off of Scary Movies 3 and 4, and I can no longer throw that in as an amusing bit here. He's just going to clean it up. Why are you doing this to me, Craig Mazin? Oh, Everyone's man. like, oh, that's the guy who um, wrote Chernobyl. And I'm like, wait. <laughs> you know what else? It, it's worth noting that uh, audience receptions to this movie were fucking bad oh they did test audiences they did test screenings last november mm -hmm. and they're like we are doing reshoots right fucking now Whoa. Yeah, like it like, happened the next month dude, there's no way this movie doesn't end up with like two or three cuts on the blu-ray <laughs> assuming this movie assuming they don't do the fucking thing that's trendy now and go look at that tax break we'd get from shutting this movie in a vault and nobody ever seeing it i don't know if pitchford would like pitchford his person doesn't have I was going to say, I don't know don't how much control he has over this. It. Yeah, None. You have to wonder. He, doesn't even own, he doesn't even own Borderlands anymore. Embracer does. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I wonder if they would care. But, uh, yeah. That may be legally true. Does Pitchford know that? I, I Just another point on this. Ooh, the WGA gets to rewrite movie credits during a strike? <laughs> what? Maybe, maybe, what? Maybe if you ask... Oh, yeah, I guess they could always tell the him to fuck of off. But it, they're, oh, they're unwriting. They're deleting. Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> the, his name has been changed to Joe Crombie. Don't ask me. I don't fucking know. Anyway, that's it for the Craig Mason Minute. <laughs> you want more? There's a podcast for that. Hey, Bob. What's up? We're moving to you. Sure. Just start at the top? Sure. Uh, Taito announced a laser di disc collection. <laughs> it announced the laser. <laughs> uh, it's going to have Time Gal, Revenge of the Ninja, and a Battleship Yamato game. This has only been announced for Japan so far, so we don't know if this is coming to America, what the release is going to be like, any of that. If they do not bring this to America, I will be so mad. I've been standing Revenge of the Ninja since I was fucking seven. Right? Uh, it's on this. It's going to be on the Switch. Um... The special edition includes Time Gal Rebirth, which I think is a visual novel. Yeah. Was it new Time Gal? She is. She looks like an anime character that's very much like 2010s era. Yeah. Like she gives me a bunch of yeah. plug Juden Chan yeah. energy. <laughs> like some A1 or Silverlink. Yeah. It's, she doesn't have nearly the charm of the original. Uh, 
time gal no well yeah he said 2010s character design and that's a 1990s 80s she looks like a con mascot she does she does yes yeah yes with her knockoff plug suit (laughs) um i I, it sounded like they were were going to release it separately later possibly but they were vague so we'll see Hopefully, hopefully this comes to America. I want to see. I, I want these HD versions of these old things because that's really cool. Oh, okay. They they actually did announce an international version on Twitter. Oh, great! That's mm. fantastic. Thank you, thank you, Chat. Uh, because I need that. Yeah, that's that is genuinely. This is not a bit very important to me. Revenge of the Ninja is a very funny and fun game. Or sorry, Ninja Hayate, which is his name, but in the states they called it Revenge of the Ninja. Um, let's see. Former Q game developers established a code Kyoto based game studio called Denki Works. These aren't like longtime uh members of Q uh, games. Q games. These yeah. are people who met making Pixel Junk Scrappers, which is a game from like two or three years ago. Yeah, it's a really recent one. Um but yeah, they're making their own studio. It's they're working on some Tanuki based mail delivery game. What do you keep letters in your balls? No. How's that gonna work? It did not look like they emphasized that if you do that. He's got the little postman hat. Is, is it made out of his balls? <laughs> we don't know that. We cannot confirm because, you know, it, it, it story would look normal his... until. They can't tell. So that looked kind of cute. It might be neat. Could be. I actually, Pixel Junk Scrapper is one of the only Pixel Junk games I'd never played. Yeah, wasn't mm-hmm. it locked to the the um, Steam for a while? I thought or it was the Google maybe thing. Maybe it was the phone. Uh, no, no, that's I don't even know if that had the Pixel Junk name, but oh uh, God. but yeah, that's that's a uh, Raiders. Is that Pixel yeah? I think Junk it's Raiders. Raiders? Man, oh, they man. sure did release a lot of weird games I don't associate with skew games, like in genres I wouldn't associate with them. Back to the back on various exclusive platforms. Yeah, like they did phone, that. Basic. That. <laughs> okay, yeah, that was a Pixel Junk game, and it was Stadia exclusive, and uh, we have no news of that coming to anything else. And uh, yeah, Q Games kind of had an almost lost uh, era there as they made Apple Arcade games, Stadia games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was weird. The Tomorrow Children, which then had to be taken offline and then finally went online again, and my girlfriend was happy. So <laughs> thank you. um so izanagi games and acquire Uh are working together on making amadame for people don't know acquire does like they used to do way of samurai and now they do um octopath traveler yeah yeah, that's sort of thing yeah uh amedama amedama yeah yeah Yeah. um this is a side-scrolling based game with 3d graphics it looks like it's going for trying to evoke some of the background visuals of like Octopath with the AT2D stuff, but with no 2D. Some of these animations are straight up from Way of Samurai, though. Like, literally <laughs> kicking animation I saw back on the PS2 was in there. Um, but you play as a ghost who's trying to f- uh, find his uh, sister who is kidnapped, and you transfer your soul between different people, kind of like a ghost trick. But it's people, not objects. I feel like I'm going insane. We... We totally saw this during the summer of gaming at some point. I don't. Did we? It I don't think so. It doesn't look familiar. I, yeah, I don't I, think we did. Yeah, everything's saying this was announced. Yeah, everyone's saying it was announced three days ago, and I'm looking at this and I'm hearing this description of mechanics. And I'm like, 
if we didn't see this exact game, we saw a game so similar to this, it is mind-blowing. But yeah, it could be neat, but I'm not really super confident in it, honestly. Mm. I like Acquire, though, so I might just buy it to support them. Izanagi Games, as far as I could tell, is like a, a weird company that normally publishes stuff, so them working on development here is a little weird. Uh... Um, then I now I have news about games from the company Sting. I know everyone's a huge fan of this. Uh, they made Riviera the, Riviera, the Promised Land. Okay. On the Wondrous One in 2002. Okay. The Wondrous One color. In 2002, yeah. Then they ported it to the GBA in 2004. That is true, yes. And then the PSP in 2006. That is also true, yes. So now they have announced they are remastering it. <laughs> It is coming to something, but they will not tell us what. <laughs> it could be anything. Could it be a portable? It might be Some a sort of next generation portable. <laughs> the new Wonder Swan. Finally. In other news, um, <laughs> Yigdra, Yigdra Union, the other game from the same people. God damn it. <laughs> uh, that is coming to Switch and PC July 27th in the West. So that is actually coming out over here. Yigdra Union colon will never fight alone. Yes. Uh, these still are two all more we need in that series. There is still we still need Knights in the Nightmare oh god. and oh my god, that's so near yeah. Inferno of the Demon Lance in the War of Heroes. Hell yeah, yeah, it's a really cool name. <laughs> <laughs> I I've tried to play all of these games previously on their other releases and I just could never get into them. But maybe yes, this is the I, time. I also I also had that exact same experience. <laughs> I know one of them's real fucking weird. Like you do Soul Pong. Yeah, Knights of Nightmare I will never play because it's designed for a touchscreen and they won't put it on anything with one. Maybe if they put it on the Switch. Maybe. Yeah, it'll be cool. And my last little piece of news, they announced the Double Shake, the, God, the Mischief Maker. Mischief Maker-like. That was a Mischief Maker slash Tomba-like, yeah. That is coming to consoles as well as PC next year. So it's PS5, PS4, and Switch. Nothing missing there, right? Didn't think so. I think I fucking backed that on Kickstarter. I need to make sure that I have the right, like, code picked for them to send it to me. Right. Yeah. It's, I'm really excited for this game. Yeah, I played that demo. It was a lot of fun. The only way it can upset me as much as Demon Turf did is if I lose the game and it's like, she doesn't even have big thighs. <laughs> we, like, we took them out. <laughs> I'm just going to send them an email that sounds deranged if they do that. <laughs> I have trained my car on your scent. I will find you. <laughs> it just makes sinister sounds as I drive down the road. Hey, Chris. Okay, let's... Uh, let's group a couple things that are really funny to group together. <laughs> oh, no. um, so, firstly, uh, that new fucking Secret Invasion show... <laughs> It uh, has less than 1 million people, watcher, viewers per episode. It costs $22 million. Yeah, that's... Wow. So they spent... Somebody crushed the numbers like, yeah, they're spending $250 per viewer. I wish someone <laughs> would spend $250 on me. <laughs> oh, wait, shit. The chat does that. <laughs> right. Man. Uh, and in light of that and the strikes and everything, Bob Iger came out and is like, yeah, all these streaming Star Wars and Marvel shows are going to go. 
Yeah. We're we're not gonna be doing these nearly it's, as much I mean, yeah, going forward. Like like I was saying, when these things were taking off while well, it was during COVID. Like they all got to launch during that with that buff, so they'd assume it's gonna keep going. It's like, no guys, people want to go to the theater again. And then I replied to Bob, even with my piddly piddly reach. I can look at our analytics and even see that's the case. Uh-huh. Be like, yeah, you can see certain types of engagement were just way up during the pandemic, and we are not in the pandemic. Uh, this is this is funny because I've had so many conversations with people who are very passionate, who are very outspoken about like, no, 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 no. All these streaming shows, the amount they're doing, how much they cost, the fact, the IPs they're making these shows out of instead of making new IPs for new shows. This is all normal and you're acting weird about this. And I guarantee six years from now, that that era will be such a weird thing if it's not all just lost media. It'll yeah, there's a good chance like, to delete all of it. Yeah, remember I when mean, Avengers Endgame happened and then... And then they decided to actually start making things anyone cared about again, like four years later. It's God. like a big part of the strike. If you don't know, oh, by the way, uh, the Screen Actors Guild is now also on strike. So it's the first double yes. strike in 80 years, I think. No, 60, because the first one, I think, was in 1960 when fucking Ronald Reagan was head of the Screen Actors Guild. Good fucking luck, studios. Get them. Uh, but a big part of this, a big part of this was, yeah, studios don't want to tell anybody how many people are actually watching these streaming shows. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like it's bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the, the, the segueing this into another news story, <sighs> mm-hmm. uh, EA announced that they were establishing Cliffhanger Games, a new studio to develop a Black Panther game. That makes two games, two big Marvel games in the past six months they've started development on that will both release when Marvel is fucking stone dead. Real quick, they already have a Black Panther game announced. It's Black Panther and Captain America. Yes. Yep. Like I wrote it here, I I assume this is to literally exclusively to sabotage another Amy Henning project. (laughs) I think that's EA, the only reason they're making this. EA, do they have your the painting that keeps you young? <laughs> what do you have against Amy Hedig? Uh, as a reminder, the Screen yeah. Actors Guild being on strike also means they basically can't market the upcoming Blue Beetle movie or the fucking The Marvels movie. It's okay. Those weren't going to get viewers even if they marketed them. It's Blue Beetle in Marvels. But here's the cool thing. Now they can't advertise that Craven the Hunter movie that's coming out near the Spider-Man game. Because I spent a lot of time being like... Is that that soon? Yeah, it's the same month. They they literally are planning that to come out at the same time. I'm like, motherfuckers, if that that movie fucking sucks and people go, oh, the game's about him too, fuck the game, I'm going to be so pissed at you guys. Yeah. Uh, on the similar note, that they've apparently soft-canceled the El Muerte movie, a character from three <laughs> issues of a comic that they desperately greenlit a movie about because they're so unbelievably fucking stupid over at Sony Pictures. It's like someone with napkins could be NFTs. <laughs> like, yeah, no, that's what it's like over there. Oh, my God. <laughs> Like, was- we need this industry to burn to the ground because we need to unentrench these fucking idiots. 
There was there was some thread on Twitter uh, by like a law professor talking about the FTC and everything, and, and some Xbox fanboy was getting upset at him because that's what they do now. Actual educated people see like the horizon darken and a bunch of verified <laughs> Twitter users uh-huh. with names like the Xbox Slayer show up to call them uneducated. Yeah. But the gist was like, he's like, oh, oh, you 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 think the FTC should force Microsoft to divest Xbox? Do you think do you think they Sony should have to divest PlayStation? And they went, yes. <laughs> and the Microsoft yeah. man didn't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this isn't complicated. Right. Uh, also, as a corollary, the larger the conglomeration occurring, the merger, the worse it is. It's it's one axis. How bad is this? How big is this? Mm-hmm. It's a fucking diagonal yeah. line. Mergers and meteorites. It's all the same math. <laughs> Man, I think for the last like 20 years or something, we've been saying the Sony should separate from PlayStation. Because, <laughs> oh we my said God. That, we said that during the PS3 era more right? than ever, which right? is funny because if they did separate in time for that, they would have been fucking dead. Mm-hmm. But what you saw towards the end of the PS3 is like, and the rest of these Sony divisions keep going, hey, can you make 3D games for 3D TVs? <laughs> and I'm like, man, that sure is a waste of time and money. <laughs> yeah, that sure would be great if PlayStation separated off. But you know how fucked Sony would be? <laughs> yeah, be everything really funny. Awesome. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you're behind the TV market. Every movie you make sucks. Uh-huh. What do you even do? Hey, What's actually, left? actually, as of late, Sony is doing pretty great in the TV market. Okay. Quality-wise, I don't have the numbers on how much they're selling, but they are no Samsung, they are no LG. Mm-hmm. But I think they might be third place. Who knows? I guess they have the music division. That's probably what... Yeah, maybe? the music division is real big. I mean, David Zaslov is really stupid and about to sell Sony like all of WB's fucking legendary music. <laughs> yeah, they have they have phones. Uh, wireless earbuds, because, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. once we took this headphone jack off of every fucking phone, basically, uh, everyone could start selling overpriced earbuds. Yeah. Because they're Bluetooth. Sony's pretty big in that market. Um, so they got a few things that are going pretty all right. None of them are PlayStation. Right. It's not <laughs> like their TVs are number one or some shit or number two even. Uh, since since Dan mentioned LG, I have to I have to tell, give ever do a PSA. Yes. Yes. If this you is have important. an LG OLED and you are fucking pissed that it pops up with its fucking dashboard every time you turn it on, instead of defaulting to the fucking input you want it to default to, you can go into the settings and turn that off. Yeah, can oh. I, yeah if somebody didn't post your tweet, be, the, like that person telling you on Twitter that, I would have never found it, and this would have been the first time I heard of it. Because, yeah, that update for the C10 makes everything run way faster. Problem, it also just boots to a giant fucking ad in front of the screen. So, yeah, just go change that in the fucking... When it says, like, Home Plus, yes, no, no. And then it boots to the HDMI, and it's so fast now. That's cool. Yeah. Thank you, person on Twitter that I didn't I, check the name of because I started seeing red. I, I don't understand, like, death. <laughs> yeah, no, like, that should be illegal. If you my thing to put an ad in front of me, die. Yeah, yeah, the Xbox division <sighs> should have died a long time ago. <laughs> Man, um, like when they, when they, this was a while back. It was the day they did that show where they shadow dropped Hi-Fi Rush. Mm -hmm. You boot your Xbox and they put a full screen fucking ad telling you to go watch that. Yeah, they did. Yeah. That's fucking vile. Yeah. It's like a third of your homepage. Yeah. 
Yeah, and since we're talking about Microsoft, here's the Microsoft ruins the podcast section of the podcast. Why do I not have a sound for this yeah, by we now? Feel like okay. we've, been, we've been years into let's, this. <laughs> let's run back. Let's run through this really quick because there's barely fucking anything to actually talk about. Let's avoid going on the Xbox sucks tangent. Of course. We've already sort of gone on once. The FTC did not get in the failed to get an injunction preventing Activision and Microsoft from closing. Microsoft and Activision can theoretically close tomorrow. The FTC has appealed and might be able to get a delay. Uh, they can get this appeal on the grounds that the uh, the judge of the case that they're appealing was a moron, and they are. If you read the decision, it is very stupid. It includes many things like, uh, well, I already decided... It, it basically has the energy of, I already decided where I want to be. I will now work backwards from that in my decision explaining how I got there. And it's a lot like, uh, this This person's testimony is inconvenient for what the, the conclusion I want to reach, so I will ignore it. There's uh, many things like that in the decision. And if you go, uh, you can follow Matthew Stoller, I believe, is mm -hmm. his uh, account. Yeah. Uh, let, let me check. I don't have it in front of me I right mean, now. I it's, mean, look, it's really fucking basic. We got an email from Microsoft where they said we can spend the current market leader out because we're part of a super mega core. <laughs> like, that's yeah, literally what we're here to discuss. And the basically judge saying, well, we tr I trust them when they said they won't do that. <laughs> right, right. They said they weren't going to do the thing we're all here to legally stop them from doing. That, so that we right. have an email for them saying it is their core strategy from not even that long ago. Jesus Christ. Yes, I will now is, say this is, is actually good for the gamers. <laughs> it is Twitter at Matthew Stoller, S-T-O-L-L-E-R. So if you want to follow somebody who talks about FTC shit, and see the exact phenomenon I was talking about where their <laughs> mentions fill with Xbox lunatics. Yeah. Um, anyway, continuing. Uh, if they don't close by the 18th, they have to renew the agreement, which Bobby Kotick said on the stand in this FTC, this trial. I'm not doing that. I'm taking some uh, Microsoft's money and leaving. I'm just, I'm just going to go. Which is funny as shit. Yeah. Uh, the CMA is meeting with Microsoft right now because Microsoft desperately tries to find some kind of agreement with them before this deal in, before the deal ends. Because the, even Microsoft is convinced, yeah, Kotick will walk and take our money. Mm -hmm. He will just fuck us. He would love a few billion for free. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but the CMA, a lot of people, uh, one being noted fucking imbecile Tom Warren, presented the CMA as being all on board and ready to negotiate. Apparently, they're less fucking willing to negotiate than all the Xbox people said they were. So now it's like Microsoft trying to be like, we'll give you control of our cloud business for so long. Please, please. We'll, like, divest all half of our cloud shit. Please. Please. Um... Also, I'm gonna note, because it's driving me absolutely fucking insane every time I hear this covered somewhere absolutely fucking driving me insane the reason the uk is obsessed with the cloud gaming stuff is microsoft led with well this is about that it's not about the consoles it's about cloud gaming they literally framed the entire discussion with the cma about that so every time somebody comes out and they go the cma is fucking stupid they keep pretending cloud gaming is a real thing it's like that was Microsoft's core argument. Mm -hmm. They set the frames of the discussion and then ate shit on their weird fucking goalposts. And the great thing about it is they're like, oh no, this isn't about destroying Sony's ability to compete in the console market. This is about cloud gaming. The CMA is like, okay, but you also can't literally do the same thing over here. It's not different. <laughs> right. I don't know why you think that's going to work. Yeah. 
yeah so who knows either way by the next big thing to mention this will be over god fucking willing assuming right? I was doesn't like... have a change of heart and fucking extend the deal and we have to do this for another fucking year that's tuesday jesus good lord willing and the crick don't rise <laughs> so anyway it's almost over yeah so, so that's this that's why when this came up before and people were like are you gonna talk about the ftc injunction trial i'm like no because fucking we're almost there fuck it i don't care <laughs> just yeah the, like we, we've we've mentioned like some interesting things that came out but most like covering it we're not extensively yeah to cover it extensively that's not our area of expertise it just be it, we would just be those xbox guys who say everything is a good sign for xbox but in you know the other we, we would be uneducated on the subject is the point right i'm not i don't have a degree in law all i have is an understanding that the quality of life going down has coincided with mega corporations monopolies oligopolies so hmm. i can't i've yet to hear one good story out of a mega corporation buying another company I the fact I can't hear one when that shit is happening every day of the week nonstop for a decade, decades, three decades, kind of says something. Anyway, looking forward to did the you end. Know there's hopefully, a, did you know there's a game called Stumble Guys? It's a transparent ripoff of Fall Guys that was on phones. It's now coming to consoles. Great. Brilliant. It's literally, it literally, they're, you know how Fall Guys is called Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. The Twitter bio for Stumble Guys is Stumble Guys the Ultimate Knockout Party Game. Come on. This thing, ha this thing had a collaboration with Rabbids. What? Ooh, man, that's yeah, a bad this is look. A big, this is a big game on mobile, and I'm now wondering, like. Are we going to enter this weird fucking area where people where because phones are just going to keep getting better? Uh huh. Are we going to enter this bizarre area where, yeah, all these big service games are also targeting phones because otherwise a copycat fucking appears instantly in the mobile market and mm. will now come to the console market? So, like, they're, they're no longer separate. I know you guys are wondering. How blatant. Wow. That's pretty fucking blatant. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. <laughs> Holy shit. Like, that, that is a parody shot they will put in a TV show to make sure that you understand what we're referencing. Do, right. Do you get it? We're hep. All right. Well, we all uh, learned something. So, so, so let's fucking shit on Sony now. It's always that time. <laughs> there are some there are some reports coming out that Sony plans to pivot hard to these live service games. Uh, by 2026, they want 60% of their development spending to be on these service games. I don't Jim understand. Ryan has allegedly greenlit 2.3 billion dollars for the development of live service Ugh. games 
they haven't had one success with this yet. You'd think they'd Jim, wait until that. Jim, we will have your head for this. You oh, will yeah, not, we're gonna. You're not gonna remain CEO if you pull this off. That shit ain't happening. Uh, by 2026, they want to have 12 already active. Uh, we didn't cover this because we were so indignant at them just showing a, 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 a fucking logo and nothing else. That court Concord game is one of them. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. No, we, we. I talked about that. I was like, apparently this shit's a service game. This thing where they're like, look at the sandwich on this spaceship. Well, it was a good Jan and change. Yeah, look, right? I look forward to playing mostly Nintendo games for the next 10 years. I mean, isn't it wicked that they made a really good VR boss? <laughs> <laughs> I assume Capcom's going to keep releasing games that won't be on here. <laughs> right. Yeah. God, how do yeah. you like, like, what I the mean, it'll fuck? Be, <laughs> it'll be really great to play to play the games that sell 10 times as many copies on Switch on the PS5 at a higher resolution and frame rate, but... You know, I, I think Nintendo will really be carrying the industry at that point. Also, there's a rumor that they're making a fucking Horizon MMO. Yeah, yeah. With NCSoft uh, or I'm starting I didn't to worry that Jim about Ryan who was making it. Actually, yeah, they, they, sick. Yeah. I mean, like we we joke a lot about how executives will never stop stepping on the rake of maybe my, my live service game will actually work. Jim Ryan sat down at his desk and said, "You know what? These fools are doing wrong." one at a time you can't put all your eggs in one basket like that you've got to take the same amount of eggs <laughs> and put them in 12 baskets simultaneously how many rakes then they there's no way they can't buy one of your games my, my brain in order to build this out as a physical thing he's doing just slamming all these eggs into the wall just Tourette's guy, like Jim. Jim Ryan's just screaming so loud it's clipping every mic near him as he slams an entire carton of eggs into the wall. And I'm like, so your plan was break break all the eggs. <laughs> yes. See, if, you well, if you stack the baskets vertically uh -huh. and crush the eggs in the top basket, <laughs> they dribble down into all the baskets at once. Oh, it's trickle down egonomics. <clears throat> I see. Then it makes sense. How are they how? 12 of these at once? 12, right? How? Hey, guys, instead of visualizing that, can you even name 12 service games right now? Right. Okay, it Fortnite, Apex, PUBG, Destiny 2, Payday, Escape from Tarkov, Genshin Impact, um... Uh, what's, uh, what's the Rocket... Rocket League? Rocket, Rocket League. Rocket League, okay. Fall Guys? Uh, Did we already... Fall Guys. That's Fall Guys. We didn't say Fall Guys yet. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen counts, maybe. I wouldn't count it because it's an MMO, but they're yeah, probably counting it for the purposes of this. I wouldn't, they're uh, not green-lighting MMOs. Come on now. They just they just said Horizon MMO. <laughs> right? We can't, we can't stop them. But, but let, let's think about Sony specifically. We already know five for sure. Horizon multiplayer project, <laughs> Last Wait. of Us multiplayer project. Stumble guys, we just stumbled right past that one. Yeah. <laughs> but what, there's Last of Us multiplayer, Horizon multiplayer, Fair Games. Actually, actually, uh, uh, the, the Last of Us multiplayer sounds like it may not be happening because of how they rebooted it. And the, it's just the, on hold indefinitely. The, we don't. The Destiny guys came over with a batons and said, "Oh, this shit's wrong." So they're Mar marathon. Concord. 
This is insane. So, so there's five that we know about. Yeah, I, I'm real like this is going to end with Jim Ryan leaving and all this shit being canceled. 100 like, percent. You would have a like, better chance. I guarantee I would put oh money my on God. it. God. Yeah. No, um, that's definitely going to happen. Um, I just I realized like he like 12 live service games. What if the plan uh -huh. is them crashing? Like we we have enough data on how long each of these games last. What if his plan is to daisy chain these things back to four, back to back, uh -huh. and try to keep crashing the wave <laughs> of players leaving one into the next, and just this is our live service program instead of queuing up like a whole season pass for a game that you're not going to have the funding to do uh -huh. you just use those resources to Jesus. make the next game uh -huh. so you just keep propping up live service game after live service game hoping you can is, get the waveform perfect is this the fucking gaming episode of nathan for you <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, here's another thing that i, I just want to throw out there uh uh hey hey morons hey dipshits Less than half of your players have PlayStation Plus. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Obviously, they'll sign up for it now. These service games. I, do, like, do you? Well, do you have to have Plus to play a live service game? I guess. Yeah. yeah any online multiplayer. I thought, only, only I thought the free to play things let you do it without. Some of them do let you bypass that. Right. Mm -hmm. None of because, these Sony ones because, are going to be free to play. Then, then they are dead. Yeah, like, God, if they're they not free to play, they're dead. Mm. I don't think there's any universe where any of these fucking things are free the, to play. The last, no way Marathon is. The Last of Us 2 multiplayer, if it happened, definitely would have been free. Because uh, I don't think Concord would have been. I don't think Fair Games will be. They all feel like they should be, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, what I was going to say is they actually... like. I wish we could set up parallel dimensions so that way i could prove it because i know i'm right beyond the shadow of the doubt they have better odds of making playstation home 2 the biggest thing on planet earth than half of these succeeding oh yeah no yeah. like absolutely yeah. i used to joke about it but every time i say it it sounds like a better idea like no yeah. no try it again i mean the fucking vr chat's a thing just fucking do home where you can use the controller but you can also do vr I'm like mm. fucking at least your legs um, will probably work. I, <laughs> Unlike MetaQuest. I, like, I feel like the most likely outcome is Fair Games is going to launch, allegedly maybe this year even, considering if that's one of the things is like, yeah, that's way closer than they implied. Yeah, I think though, like like we were saying, five of us are, those are supposed to launch for the end of this year, which is crazy. But like Fair Games is going to launch. It's going to fucking flatline instantly because Payday 3 will already be out. And in a year, they will in support for it, and Jim Ryan will leave, and all these projects will be silently canceled. Um, so I had the weirdest thought. Yeah, what's up? The funniest thought. Um, it doesn't directly have to do with this. It has to do with an earlier story. What if somehow Activision does get to walk away, and they walk away with the $4 billion, $6 billion, whatever it was, mm -hmm. and then we see a marketing cycle later this year where they're just like, Guys, we spent $6 billion on this new Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> that's, one, that's one other thing I, I just want to mention real quick about that trial. That how every executive that, that they got on the stand said some variant of, 
yeah, they're fucking stupid. I, I wouldn't put fucking Call of Duty on Game Pass. Yeah, like, no. Every single executive said that. Like, they, why would you? It's a so, game so that makes billions, right? So, so guess what fucking game isn't going to be on Game Pass, even if this deal goes through? Oh, Call yeah. Yeah, I don't know but how. But they already uh, announced it. Did they? Phil yeah. said, just like Phil he said, said he, they, weren't looking on bot, they weren't looking at buying Japanese companies, and then a bunch of documents came out saying they considered buying every single one in the industry. I mean, it's more like when Phil said that Bethesda games definitely wouldn't get pulled off of PlayStation and remain exclusive to Xbox before they bought them. Exactly that. <laughs> and every developer from the from says is like yeah they, we totally did that they told us to do that <laughs> yeah that's one that's one other thing where like bethesda staff are like fucking furious right now because they're like what do you mean activision stuff is going to be multi-platform meanwhile our shit's locked on this box and nobody's actually going to fucking play it yeah that was that was unreal to see those emails and i'm like oh my god i knew you had to exist at the company i just didn't realize how high up in bethesda you were uh-huh oh i didn't see you didn't that, see that? A- yeah bethesda's like hey buddy we just saw you say activision would just be on everything which is the exact opposite of what you told us we were doing so if you could run that past us because we're gonna have to do interviews in two weeks about starfield and have to explain why that's not the case with our shit man this judge was really dumb enormously stupid wow um wow yeah yeah (sighs) so now uh i don't think it none none of us watched it i don't think we we did i I did oh you guys watched the limited run games expo i watched half of it because i walked in late yeah but here's here here's some announcements from it it's tail time the gex trilogy has been announced uh it uses all, all the shit we're about to talk about uses uh limited run games carbon engine the very fucking reason embracer bought them um it's gonna be on everything square enix is still fucking credited on this which offers the unbelievably funny possibility that they sold tomb raider and kept gex right <laughs> yeah <laughs> fucking unreal they know a quality leverageable ip when they see one look they already put gex in the new kingdom hearts they have to hold on to it it's somebody suggested that maybe embracer doesn't own all of the Please. like the game <laughs> I would, I would don't think it would be possible to make me happier than Gex being in Kingdom Hearts 4. Yeah, <laughs> right. That would be amazing. That Sora, Sora is walking around photorealistic Japan because he's in the afterlife, which oh. is just the same thing, but you pay rent. And then, <laughs> and then just one of his, the people in his apartment building is Gex. How big is Gex in this context? Gex is pretty big. Is he like, like Donald Duck size? Like this, this trailer has him like next to human. Oh yeah, that is true. He's he's like up. He's like he Donald Duck. Human he's like up to about. Yeah. He's up a little bit higher than waist level. I, 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 yeah, I was like, thinking he's, he's like, like Jiminy almost, Cricket hanging off a of Sora's collar. Oh god, just I, constantly talking. It's like like when the Final Fantasy X girls ended up in in Kingdom Hearts two and oh, became yeah. fairies. Yeah, so Final Fantasy ten two specifically. It's true. You, you get you get. Look out, Zora, this is some real bad guy. <laughs> you get trying. Um, Instead of attractions, you get Gex actions. <laughs> they also announced fucking Tomba. I'm happy because I was like, I've always been like, yeah, I got to beat Tomba someday before I die. Mm-hmm. I guess this will be a good opportunity to beat Tomba. I tried on the Vita. Didn't quite make it last time. <laughs> <laughs> that game's fucking up on the cryptic, mister. so... Man. 
I hear two's better. I've never seen two. I've, I've never touched it. Huh. I've never touched it. I'm yeah. surprised this isn't in a collection, honestly. Like if one and two were on there, so. I don't know. Maybe different people own them. Maybe. That's always a possibility. I assume Tomba 2 is probably more sober, but has less soul than Tomba 1, which is unbelievably cryptic and confusing. Uh, so WayForward announces, announced the Rose and Camellia collection. It is a souped-up re-release of an absolutely fucking ancient Flash game where you do punch-out, but with slapping between these, like, 1970s anime-style-looking noblewomen. They look like the fucking... Rose of Versailles or any kind of like Osamu Dezaki esque anime, the women. Mm -hmm. This was an old ass <laughs> anime, the women. <laughs> <laughs> this was like old ass Flash. I think it only had three characters in that one, but that, this seems like it's going to have like 12. Also, you'll be able to understand it, which I sure couldn't when it was a Japanese only Flash game. Yeah. Oh, uh, this, this is actually Japanese. I, I figured that it was one of those ironic, uh, like, anime fan in America made something inspired by. No. No, and I believe I need to... I'm trying to remember who made this. Like, they went on to make something else that was insane. Or not insane, but, like, something really notable. The exact mm. same people that I need to go back and look. Because somebody did tell me. But, yeah, uh, they also announced... Oh, th this is Switch only, by the way. Like, this one is not... Yeah, it's not everything. Like, it, basically everything else is. Mm -hmm. Okay, let me, Okay, I think I found it. Oh, it's the people who made La Mulana. Right. Okay. Oh. Uh, there's a Clock Tower remastered. A Port Plus by Way Forward is going to be on the Carbon Engine. It's on everything early 2024. Weirdly enough, the creative director on that is Kino Cakes. Yeah. Uh, one of the Skullgirls animators. Hmm. And yeah, I believe lead animator? Yes. Something like that. Yeah, she, she was an indivisible, like, co-director or whatever. Right. Like, really high up. I was fucking... Because they, they don't credit her by her Twitter handle. They credit her Mariel Cartwright. And I'm like, one second, what? <laughs> what the fuck? I didn't know she liked Clock Tower. It's like, yeah, here's this drawing I did in 2014. I'm like, that drawing's sick! I expect that from you. <laughs> She's a really great artist. Anyways, that, that uh, Clock Tower is really cool. I'm glad we're getting a release here finally. I'm very interested in what's going to be plus about this port plus. Right. One of them, they I think, about is like the an animated intro. intro. Which is Ooh. what they did. They compared it to what they did was River City Girls Zero. Yes. Which also had an animated intro and like a new art artwork for the title done by some big Twitter artist. I can't remember. He redesigned. He did some designs for the Game Grumps, where they became um, anime women. Okay. Yeah. That sounds like a thing that happened by yeah. someone who did it. Uh, and the only and the last thing, which is fucking strange. So Tencent, through their subsidiary Lightspeed Studios, have we are no longer Lucid talking about games. the limited drug games expo. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, not announced that. Yeah, this has not this has nothing to do with them. Uh, they have acquired Lucid Games. Lucid Games made fucking Destruction All Stars, and supposedly was making a fucking Twisted Metal, but I guess not. Yeah, they got oh, kicked yeah, off they that got thrown off that a while ago. Yeah. 
Uh, Lightspeed runs the bizarre mobile versions of Apex and PUBG. The mobile version of PUBG is apparently really bizarre. They did their own Dragon Ball collaboration where that has a whole different game mode. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, mobile, mobile battle royales are weird like that. Especially Chinese ones. Mm-hmm. God, now I'm thinking of the off-brand looking um, Street Fighter characters they put in PUBG. So you have like Luke. Skinny and, Luke. Yeah, Skinny Luke and a bizarre looking Ryu. Yeah. Yeah, that was not great. Um, real quick, we skipped a couple things with the Limited Run Games Expo thing. Uh, for one, they announced that Shantae game they were making for the Game Boy Advance. When they were shopping it around, they're like, hey, here's a sequel to Shantae. You know, we're making for the Game Boy Advance. Every publisher they talked to is cool. How did that sell? And they're like, terribly. <laughs> Want to make a new one? <laughs> they're like, no. And they just held on to the but files we, this whole we were time. The last, but we were the last Game Boy Color game. Of course, we sold terribly. That's how the industry works. Right. Who wants to release a Game Boy Color game after the Game Boy Advance has come out? Um basically no one uh they had all that data and everything lying around so they're really just piecing it together and finishing up the tiniest last bits and they're releasing because this is limited run games expo they're releasing a real cartridge for you to play on your real game boy advance Ooh, in the year of our lord 2020 other way to play it but and since and since fucking assholes who make these kind of asshole products have gotten have technology is advanced so they can even obfuscate the rom so it's mm -hmm. not easy to extract so you can't because that's what um like the recent sega things like those game gear minis or whatever have had where it's like the really? games they made really have some kind of fucking hackery where people couldn't just pull them off and play them on an emulator or on a mister or whatever although mm. i think eventually the community did manage to like decode them yeah that's the way it works with yeah. anthony fabrics yourself eventually i mean crashed. i mean this this has to run on a game boy advance ergo it will get dumped yeah there's no way it won't, and I think WayForward's smart enough to know that. They'll probably announce uh, other platforms before they even go to take the pre-orders mm -hmm. for the Game Boy Advance version of this. Um, yeah. Uh, what did they call it? Risky's Revolution or something? I actually did not it's, catch it's the name. Risky's something like that. Um, so that's cool. Uh, last thing, uh, we didn't talk about the narrative conceit for the Limited Run Games Expo is that they went back in time to run an E3 Expo in 1995, so they edited themselves into the conference room that the PS1 was unveiled at, and they were going to save gaming by announcing collections of Gargoyles games and other things like that, and Jurassic Park games, a collection of those, and that saved gaming, so E3 came back in the future timeline of 2023. Ugh. Oh, yeah, and they also, for some reason, promoted a new... This was... Okay, I wasn't going to talk about this because I'm really not a fan of it, but um, in the AVGN movie, there is a joke in the intro where it's like, because you made such a huge bit about how bad E.T. is, people started making shitty games in the image of E.T., and that's the lore of this movie. Well, somebody did that for Zelda CDI, so... Wands a Gamelon ass game that just looks like one of those but doesn't have any Zelda characters and they try to do the really weird animation where it zooms in and their arms do weird shit but they didn't draw enough frames for that to look right that was announced mm. and Limited Run Games is shilling it and also shilling a really expensive version presumably of Plumbers Don't Wear Ties for the third year in a row yeah, I was like, I feel like this should be out by now. They even made a joke about how this is the third year in a row they're talking about this plumbers don't wear ties thing. Except yeah, for well, now, 
the people from the the limited run games and um it's it's called Arzet, the Jewel of Faramore. Yeah, Arzet or Arzest or something. But yeah, no. Um, so anyway. But yeah, they yeah, actually the, got uh, the voice actor back for Link for, and Zelda. Yeah, they're, they're and, like, it's funny. She says the line and they just have Zelda go, good. And I was like, that's kind of funny, but I don't Yeah, I don't yeah. My whole thing that. is like, yeah, this is funny as a concept, but I'm not going to buy it. And I don't think very many people will. Either. I don't want to buy your ironically bad game. Oh. Yeah, it's like you can. I don't know. Mm. And I think it's actually the original artist who did the backgrounds is back too. That's why they look bad in that same exact way. Really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, huh. They also announced, and I, I just want to, I just want to. They at least deserve to be recorded somewhere in history, because God knows they aren't gonna make. They will be forgotten instantly. So uh, another thing announced here was the Super Mario RPG inspired another crusade. It comes out this this year, this fall. It looks like Super Mario RPG angles and combat with really forgettable designs that don't look very good and a UI that doesn't look very good. And I'm just mentioning them because they deserve to have their name remembered when they come out even within three months of the Super Mario RPG remake and get immolated and just deleted from reality. Yeah, uh, the reason I winced when Chris started bringing this up is because I kind of subdued this game out of my brain because when they showed it, I it can't scroll smoothly. And I'm like, this shit's Unity. I can see it from space. And then I looked it up and it's like, yep, I'm Unity. Anyways, <laughs> talking about the actual subject matter of the game, not the technical problems it's going to ship with several months from now, even though they can see that in advance and maybe make it so they're isometric. Well, well Dan, don't worry, Dan, don't worry. RPG maybe they, maybe they fixed it already. Because most of the footage in this trailer is from the trailer they made 18 months ago. All right. Um, but what I was going to say is, you know the character Boyer? Bo-yer from yes. Super Mario RPG? They, they have in this trailer their version of that. And I'm like, I can, I can see what you're doing. And I, it's not good. <laughs> it is so unfortunate I you shift in the fucking weird year of our Lord, 2023, where someone goes... Yeah, you're going to get that thing that everyone told you was impossible. I don't understand why you take inspiration from Mario and then, like, I made the main character a generic knight you'll never remember. It's like, no, yeah, you have to it, do something it's weird. Very, yeah. It's very bizarre. Like, this doesn't have any kind of... I, honestly, its name is... I honestly wonder if, like, its name's Another Crusade. Is this also inspired by Guardian Crusade on the PS1? Because that also had a very similar aesthetic to this. Like, did oh. you just list the, the inspiration that was more known? Super Mario RPG? Yeah, Guardian possibly. Crusade is also like, you have wind-up toys as your sidekicks. You're a night guy. Um, like, I don't know. I'm also seeing someone in chat ask if they have a Balome. You saw the Balome, right, Chris? Like they had a balloon looking creature in that trailer, I'm pretty I, sure. That trailer did that trailer didn't have very much. Yeah. I, I saw like I saw really I saw like their version of the sunken ship. I saw their version of below of not balloon of Bowyer. Yeah. I don't didn't see I didn't see a balloon. I saw like the shark guys, Davy Jones' the shark guys, but I did not see anybody that looked like Balom. Yeah, if they didn't have Balom in that trailer, that means in the moment that I'm dealing with the scrolling not being smooth in this game that's going to require me to do isometric platforming 
I just imagined Balone based on Boyer's design, and that is terrible. Anyway, did we have any other news? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I, th okay. I, think, I think the fucking premature eulogy was the last thing. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't say it was premature, just premeditated. Hey, Agro, what do you got going on in the next week? I think I'm going to finish 16, which Ooh. means I'm finally out from under the the current onslaught of AAA games. Yeah. And I'll have a brief moment of sunlight to play other shit before the onslaught picks back up again. Hey, Chris, what are you doing in the next week? I'm going to stream something not made by NT Creates. I don't know what it is yet. It will probably have voice acting, so I don't have to read all the fucking dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does get old. Yeah. Yeah. Having gone through Especially multiple like, creates games. Oh! Especially yeah. anti creates yeah. games. It's like, man, this key sure keeps going. Yeah. <laughs> that you sure didn't need to have the characters reiterate the context of this situation so many times. Well, oh my God. Hmm. That reminded me of Genshin Impact, which reminded me of the voice actor thing going on with that right now, where, where they're not paying them. They're not paying them. Yeah. They're yeah. Like making me three I plus months to that. pay them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're starting to come out about that and be like, hey, this is messed up. I only saw one voice actor. Did we get another? Um, I saw several others from the from the community be like, yeah, I, I just kind of expect it these days. Like, they aren't making a big deal of it on their own. They're just replying to him being like, yeah, it's real. Yeah, am I really going to fight a Megacore and all of its fans for the $40 they owe me? Welp. Next Friday, as in eight days from right now, Bob and I are beginning the Mario RPG month. We're starting with Super Mario RPG, which does, in fact, have a balome. <laughs> By God. Um, tomorrow. <laughs> if this is a Super Mario RPG fans, you're feeling pretty high mighty right now. You're feeling like, oh, we're getting fed. This is great. No one could feel more blessed than us out of nowhere right now uh we're playing onimusha one so there you go advent coming <laughs> and the one other guy that's probably in the fan base that's very excited <laughs> onimusha is pretty cool yeah it'd be funny if we got the genma onimusha version working i was from the thinking Xbox. about like i already have that installed i'm pretty sure and i'm just mm. not sure should we do the hd one because you bought it you think you would like to see it at some point it's should true we do genma onimusha i don't know yeah, i haven't decided I, like i don't i think that the genma is supposed to have a little bit more content but yeah. i'm not sure if that's even the main game or if it's something else you boot yeah i don't know but uh i'm very excited yeah i i'd be onimusha when the ps2 came out some people might recall that was 23 years ago yeah, I remember it I being very cool. Since. <laughs> I remember it being cool, but then I remember two coming out and being like, oh, I never want to play one again. <laughs> it's so amazing. I beat Onimusha 1 like twice at launch because there was only so many games to play. Right. And then I never really tried the rest of the franchise. Even though every time I saw you play them, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Jean Renault. Cool. Yeah. Great. He's a cool guy. Awesome. Why is this one so different? You're like, it's good. Everyone hates it, though. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and that's what Dawn of Dreams is all about. It's got Soki. <laughs> hey, Soki. <laughs> is Soki in uh, Onimusha Blade Warriors? Or is no, that he's too no. old? He's, he's too, too new. He's too new. He's too new. He, he made it into the, uh, too the Wii fighting game. Uh, Tatsunoko oh, versus Capcom. Tatsunoko versus. Yeah. Mm. There we go. I was like, I know that fucker was in it. Okay. 
Anyways, Onimusha fans feel blessed because Bob was like, we should play that. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> There's literally nothing else we could think of. <laughs> Gimmick's price still isn't fixed on the PlayStation Store. Yeah, I still... Man, that's going to be a short-ass stream. Yeah, 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 I know, right? Like, fucking, and then I'm going to be like, okay, Bob, we're playing Ring Fit. <laughs> okay, Eric, we're playing Ring Fit. And Eric's like, uh-oh. Uh, no, we aren't. Bye. Anyways... That's going to be it for this episode of Big Thing to Mention. Thank you all for hanging out. Goodbye. Blah, blah, blah. Blah 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 blah